What's up, Blazers? It's Wazell. Welcome to episode 37. Before we get started, I want to talk about our Motel Hell Scream Factory giveaway sponsored by Cosmic Creepers. If you guys don't know, we talked about this on a previous Bytes episode. Basically, we got multiple Blu-rays, multiple posters, keychains, coasters, all kinds of stuff, Motel Hell and Scream Factory related. If you guys don't know, our first review was... Motel Hell, you know, it's a classic 80s whatever. Scream Factory just re-released on Blu-ray, and we're giving you guys the opportunity to win a copy, a poster, some other shit. So, here you go. This is how you do it. You have multiple chances to win. You just got to answer these four questions, and for each question you get right, you get entered into the drawing. And on episode 38... The 38 special. We're going to draw names out of the hat and give this shit away. So, here you go. Here's the questions. Number one. What episode did Dave first say, hey, yo? Number two. What episode did Alex first appear on? Number three. What is the similarity between my number 13 pick for 2013 and Dave's number one pick for 2013? And question four. What episode did Cosmic Creepers first appear on so there you go guys if you don't know the answers you know go back in the archives try to figure this stuff out but there's multiple chances for you to win here i want you guys to win some shit i mean motel hell looks great on blu-ray and cosmic creepers went out of his way to supply a lot of this stuff for us and for you guys so yes i want you guys to win so check that out i'll give you guys like another week I would say until this is Sunday until you know Friday let's say would be the cutoff point so there you go guys and all right so on with the episode happy listening banana 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 laser is filmed in front of a live studio audience hey 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 what's up wazelle Hey, man. Just getting the place straightened up. We really did a fucking number on it the other day. Yeah, man. Sorry about that. <laughs> Those fucking shrooms hit me pretty hard. But uh, listen, to make up for it, I got a surprise for you outside. Just let me set down these boxes here, man. I fucking love this 70s stuff. You think we can keep the lounge like this permanently? Surprise? Uh, dude, please don't tell me you've kidnapped Montgomery. Dude, it's bad enough that we got fucking Father Mahoney up in this place. No, man, no, no, no. This is something really cool. You're going to love it. Listen, I'll be right back. It's kind of heavy, but I got it. Okay, man. But I've got a bad feeling about this. (laughs) Okay, check it out, man. Holy shit. Dude, that... It can't be. Is that fucking pen? Yes, sir, it is. I just happened to see him at a flea market in Canada. Can you believe this? How fucking cool is this? Holy fuck, it's great. And he's 100% accurate. Even down to the chair, the white towel that covers his cock. (laughs) Only problem is you're a decade too late, buddy. As cool as he is, let's face it. Penn is from the 80s and we're doing the 70s show here. Yeah, I know. I thought about that. I was thinking maybe we can dress him up a bit. I can put, you know, put him in some of my tie-dyes, maybe a hippie vest or a poncho, you know, give him a bee necklace, sunglasses, I don't know, fucking far out, man. Nah, fuck that. I have a better idea. You know, the 70s weren't all about mushrooms and lava lamps. They weren't? Check it out. 
I see Penn as a Saturday night fever kind of guy. You know, we could dress him up like a disco cat. Let him boogie a little. Get him a nice white suit, some bell bottoms. Ha, 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 staying alive, staying alive. Ha, 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 staying alive. Enough with the goddamn singing, guys. Please, this isn't banana bites, you know. Chill out, chump. We're just having a little fun. Can you dig it? Yeah, man, I'm sorry. I'm just have a bit of pent-up aggression right now. Well, here's something that will cheer you up. Feast your eyes on this. <laughs> oh, yeah, perfect. Thanks. That will actually help a lot. I'd prefer it be a woman, but hey, any poor in a fucking storm. What the fuck are you doing? This is highly irregular. What the fuck does it look like I'm doing? Yeah, drink it. Yeah, you like that, huh? How's that feel? Uh, dude, Alex, this is a new low, even for you, buddy. Listen, man, my fiance's having her time of the month. A sex doll isn't cheating, you know? Why do you guys think I have so much pent-up aggression this week? You guys can have your turn next. I'm just getting first dip. That hall is an exit-only hall. That means no entry. Come on, man, this isn't a sex doll. That's pin. Call it what you want, man. Right now, it's my dick. <laughs> this is fucking hysterical. I hardly think laughing at this situation is gonna help much, Matt. Alex, please. He's my friend. <laughs> friend? Dave, he's just an office dummy. Don't you ever say that. He's talking. Does that make him a dummy? Would you two quit bickering? I'm almost done here. <laughs> please stop, Alex. This is inappropriate behavior. Okay, okay, Alex, he's right. I'm sorry for laughing, Pin. I've never seen a man fuck a plastic dummy before, that's all. Yeah, enough's enough, Alex. Come on, break it up. All right, all right. Done anyway. Sorry, guys. Sorry, Pin. I don't know what took over me. Please sit back in my chair. Alex, come here and sit on my lap. Let's talk about this. Uh, uh, Pin, can we hurry this up? We have a show to do. Come closer, Alec. Take the towel off my lap and sit down. Wait a minute. Whoa, damn, Pin! You're really packing a pistol there. What did they give you, ten inches? Why don't you have a seat and find out for yourself? (laughs) This shit is too fucking funny. Pin, what's the matter with you? Well, Alex is a growing boy, and he needs to learn a lesson. Growing boy? I'm almost 35 years old. Oh, I'm sorry. By the way it felt, I figured you for an adolescent. What was that? Four inches top? Maybe we should call you Pin instead. You fucking piece of shit. Get this asshole away from me. Dave, come on. Let's put him in storage for a bit. Yeah. When the two of you can play nice again, we'll hang out. David, please don't put me alone in a closet. It's okay, Pin. We have a friend right there who'll keep you company. And he'll cook you all the subs you want. Don't worry, Pin. It's only temporary. We're really big fans of yours, actually. You're welcome back in the Laser Lounge anytime. Yeah, totally, man. Catch you on the flip side, Pin. Why don't you go fuck yourself, Alex? Because I already fucked you, bitch!
What's up, Banana Brains, and welcome to Banana Laser. Very exciting. My Ooh. name is Mademoiselle, if you're nasty, and with me, as always, is Dave Z. What the fuck is up, Dave Z? Hey, yo. Hi. Uh, hey. Hi. Hey, hello, welcome. <laughs> and also, pulling up the rear, he's still here, ladies and gentlemen, Alex Edwards. Hi, Ding. Hi, Ding. Hi, <laughs> Ding. Hi, Ding. Ding. What's up, guys? Great Ooh, to be back in the lounge. Fucking ain't right. The excitement is fucking permeating the walls. It's crazy in here. Holy shit. We're so excited. Yes, it's permeating the walls. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, after Alex got his rocks off, I had to get mine off. So. <sighs> yeah, that was... Uh, I really don't want to talk about that if you guys don't mind. Let's talk... You know, you got a lot of problems yourself, Dave. What's with these mushrooms that you're... You, you know, I know you're into the 70s thing, but you do realize that we were just goofing about that, and you're still taking them, so... Buddy, I mean, how we? Why do you think I'm so enthusiastic? This show, it's okay, that's what it takes sometimes, especially since you joined. I need mushrooms to be. <laughs> Look, I know it's like Jordan on the fucking Wizards, but listen. <laughs> and uh, where'd you get all the Quaaludes? I thought they stopped making those. Yeah, Quaaludes. Jesus, are you are you IVing blood into your fucking bloodstream? <laughs> no, too? but I do have 90 milligrams of Percocet right in front of me. <laughs> all right guys so we're back with episode 37 and uh we got a doozy one lined up we're gonna do some more horror trivia because these guys are, are great at it actually and uh we got uh, another rolling through the 70s this time we're on 1972 we got uh, the bob clark classic pre-black christmas Death Dream, or a.k.a. Dead of Night. Dead of Night! He wants to be on Bites so bad. He's trying to turn this into Banana Bites. Oh, I really, you know, I, I want to just say this out loud. Like, I am too good for that show. But at the same time, I'm listening every week, and I feel like it's getting so good that I have to, like, get my... Get Come ruin it? Jump on that, yeah, because I feel like I have to infiltrate it now that it's so good. Well, but you can't it... get in. No, we record that oh, on, I... on days when you are definitely busy, and we will lock the door behind us. So, oh. uh, we also got some another Montgomery minute coming up later in the episode, and we got a special guest for that. The lovely Jamie Jenkins has unwittingly crossed paths with this Scott Montgomery fellow. So, you know, stay tuned for that. Should be interesting to say the least. Okay, <clears throat> well, we're real, real quick. Show. I just want to ask you guys, you listened to the last uh, Skeleton Crew. What did you think of uh, some of the recommendations? Have you guys seen the movie Wither that Tony T is saying is as good as the Evil Dead remake? Have you guys seen that? No, I almost bought it last night. I talked myself out of it. It was like 15 bucks on Amazon <laughs> DVD. It, I want to watch it, though. I mean, You want to know what's weird about Wither? When he said that, I couldn't believe it because... But I forgot to mention anything to Alex or, or oh, Jason or to anybody. Yeah, and then I was like, I was sitting there listening to the Skeleton Crew, and when he mentioned it, I was like, "Holy fuck!" I just downloaded that movie and I forgot to watch it. So I'm when my friend comes over next time, we're definitely gonna watch it. The director, the other two movies are are, are good. I have a feeling that Wither's gonna be the the best of the bunch. And then what's the other movie he talked about where the kids go camping in the woods and this whole group of kids like torment Chil- the shit out of them. Children like- of the Corn? Oh, that one, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, he talked about part two of that. Right. Right. Yeah. And I'm going to watch that too. Eden Lake, is that good? 
Never saw it. I don't remember if I saw it. Fassbender is a fucking phenomenal actor, I'll tell you that, but I don't know anything about the movie. I was just wondering if you guys saw those, because those really intrigued me when he talked about them, so I was hoping you guys uh, were more worldly, but I guess you're not. No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's the funny thing. I may have seen it. I feel like I saw it, but I can't remember anything about it. Yes, it does Typical Dave Z. Try try to squeeze in some movies in your fucking Karate Kid marathon. (laughs) Are you you watching the cartoon, too? The Karate Kid cartoon? (gasps) I did watch the cartoon right after, because it was suggested on Netflix. I watched one episode... Oh, man, it was ridiculous. It was, yeah. Oh, you guys got to see it. They're fucking doing things. Miyagi's doing things that he has no right doing. Oh, it's great. Is Marita? Like Jackie Chan? None of them are. No, it's just, it's just, it's hard to explain. They're fucking fighting alligators and shit. It's just uh, a, Is it like James Bond Jr.? I don't know what it's like. It's, it's, <laughs> it's ridiculous. James Bond Jr.? Was that a car? Yeah. Is it like oh. the real Ghostbusters? Oh, uh, no, it's not quite that good. Why do they it's, call the cartoon the real Ghostbusters? That's what I always Because think. there was two Ghostbusters because there was a, Yeah, there was already... Before the movie came out, there was already a, a franchise called Ghostbusters, or the Ghostbusters. Really? They, they had, like, a fucking gorilla in their team. It was totally different. <laughs> yeah, it was oh. weird. Yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? A gorilla? Yeah. Yeah, look it up. Holy fuck. Yeah. Awesome. Was it Manila Gorilla? <laughs> I don't know what that is. Yeah, you know oh, what? I don't know what is. What is song. Grimace? What is he exactly? Oh, I know what he is. <laughs> a simpleton? <laughs> Mayor McCheese? Don't hate. <laughs> That's a preview. Mayor McCheese? That's right. No, Grimace is basically what Gonzo is to the Muppets. Grimace is to that gang. Okay. Yeah, what does Gonzo do with all those chickens? <laughs> Seriously. I don't want to say it out loud. I know what he does because yeah, he's in love Devil's with Rejects. Yeah, Gonzo was an alien. It was exposed in the Muppets from Space that Gonzo was an alien. And they touched upon it in the original Muppet movie. He sang a song, what? I know I'll go back there someday. Don't you remember that thing in the original Muppets movie when Gonzo sings that song when they're out in the desert and they're stranded? Nope. nope. Well, sorry. Sorry to say, but in 1977. <laughs> When the Muppet movie came out, I watched it and I bec- uh, I was a fan of the Muppets. Obviously. I was still in my dad's balls. Well, fucking fine. <laughs> <laughs> I was still getting shot into napkins, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up with the Muppets and I seen the first Muppet movie plenty of times. So I, I remember that. But they touched upon it in Muppets from Space. That was all about how Gonzo was an alien. So my theory is that Grimace is... You know, he's also an alien. He's purple like Gonzo is. You know, it's the same thing. Well, what's they Oscar the movies. Grouch? What, what? That's Sesame Street. That has nothing to do with the Muppet Show. What? Um... I, I know, but what is he? He's an alien. He's <laughs> <laughs> an old sock. Like, like Montgomery, you know? <laughs> it all makes sense now. It all makes sense. Mac and me, when they were walking out, their asses hanging out. Right? Don't well, you think those guys should have cashed in, though? The Muppets, or uh, pardon me, the Ronald McDonald gang when they had that chick in there. What was that girl? She was the McNugget girl. Yeah, yeah right? Furry and they had Mary McCheese, of course, thumbs up. And fucking um, the Hamburglar and then Grimace. Don't you think they should have cashed in and had a fucking Saturday morning show? Yeah, Every, right? Right? Everyone yeah. else did. What the fuck were they thinking? Do you know that the Ninja Turtles cartoon was only made to sell those toys? That's the only reason it was made. Just like all, just like Transformers and GI Joe, yeah, all that shit, yeah. Isn't that crazy? But I want to know if if Kermit did fuck Peggy, what would the kid look like? <laughs> what would it Dude, do you think she's loud in bed? <laughs> oh, Kermit! 
I'll tell you what, she's a pig. Do you want to make bacon on the beach? Dude, you could practically fuck those nostrils. (laughs) Well, at least I could with my small dick, I guess. (laughs) Guys, just so you know, this is the uh, mushroom show. We are all on mushrooms, and that's why this is so bizarre. But it fits right in with the intro and the movie we're reviewing. (laughs) Dead of Night. Dave. Matt, you gotta you gotta fix these fucking questions from now on on these on these trivia contests. I will I'll set something up with you where where you get to pick secretly, but I you have to let me win could to keep Dave out of the winning pool because <laughs> this fucking movie, man, that we're about to review. I literally was sitting there like, what the fuck am I watching? It took well, me it minute. took me three times to watch it, and I know <laughs> Dave watched it three times for the show, didn't you? <laughs> I watched it twice for the show. Oh, okay. I thought you said you watched it three before. times. No, no, Why twice. would you possibly have to watch that again? Because one time I watch it, one time I watch it, and I take notes because I'm a <laughs> professional. That's why. Now, wait a minute. You want to talk shit about this movie after we just did Dracula vs. Frankenstein? Honestly. I know, I know. I am the guy that always brings these unknown movies to light to people. We did it for The Walking Through the 80s, and we're going to continue for the 70s as long as I win. Granted, even though you won, we you brought Dracula vs. Frankenstein to light, and yeah, that was good, good call. Your same spirit, yeah, yeah. But, and I'm not saying that your movie was horrendously bad. I'm just saying, what the fuck was it? Like, well, <laughs> what else could I have chosen? Did you look at that year? We really didn't want to do Last House on the Left, did we? Did you, what else really was there? Death uh-huh. Dream was something that struck. Well, look at the list. I mean, Dracula Death Dream against Frankenstein. Let's just let's just switch genres. I mean, if there's nothing to do. <laughs> Then let's do a Dukes of Hazard episode or something. <laughs> yeah, right. 1973, who knows what the fuck was out. Herbie the Love Bug or some shit. That's what we'll do. Next time we see nothing, actually, I've already looked ahead, so I know there's always something. Dave's picked out the entire decade for when he wins the rest of the trivia challenge. Yeah, and- well, Matt's going to stop filtering the questions, so we just get fucked or don't, and it's all fate. Doctor Fate, stay tuned <laughs> on Banana Laser. back and we're back with some banana bites but not the banana bites that you're used to um dave recently asked you guys in our facebook group you know to uh pose your questions to us you know about anything you know movies the show just anything in general and uh so we're gonna run them down and uh give you some feedback wait man i said i don't do banana bites what is this (laughs) (laughs) banana bites we're tricking your ass (laughs) <laughs> okay, so this week in uh, horror news, um, Rob Zombie. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm God, so tired. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Bites is always about Rob Zombie. Just like Banana Lays. And Friday the 13th. That's, That's true, yeah. We can yeah. never escape Friday the 13th, whether it's Bites or Laser. Mm, <laughs> brother. Anyways, so yeah, uh, if you guys are listening to this and you don't know where these questions came from, uh, search for our Facebook group and ask to join that. That's where we interact with all the listeners, and uh, we have a lot of fun there. So, uh, Dave, what do you got? Who's up first? 
All right. Uh, Garber, our good buddy Garber. Never heard Christ? of him. You mean, oh, you mean Christ Graber. Okay. Yes, Christ Graber. Sorry. Okay. What do you have in store for us this year around Halloween time? Oh, shit. Candy. Uh. <laughs> candy. Candy. If yes. you're lucky. <laughs> yeah, well, give candy. the candy away. How's that? Candy makes you dandy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're going to do a Halloween uh, retrospective. <laughs> we're going to do every single movie. I'm thinking, I don't know, two movies per episode. We're going to f- really get in depth. And uh, I, don't... <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I don't think it'll work with you guys. <laughs> we'll do a just, redo. We'll do it because we have Alex. Now we can just do it again. Do oh, it. I was just going to, we're just going to re put those shows out, I thought. <laughs> so we don't have to actually do anything. Yeah, back. Tales from the fucking um, Banana Peels or... <laughs> the uh, trash can. The Bunches or something. Bananas from the Bunch. Yeah, you gotta What's find that? a word for your old stuff. Like, we used to have the Boneyard. Yeah, right. Tales from the Boneyard was when we, like, reissued shows. So, let's see, what would Banana be? Bananas from the Bunch. How's that? The, the Past Potassium. Potassium <laughs> from the past. It does. <laughs> bananas do turn into shit after you eat them. So, the shit bananas. <laughs> Bruised bananas. Bruised bananas. Uh, <laughs> but you know what I think we should do? I said it before. We should do the other Halloween movies we, we never covered, and hope to g- recapture that magic. That's what I think. Trick or Treat, May, other movies. Uh, fucking, uh, what's his name? Uh, yeah, Trick or Treat the, with the, the backwards masking and... Fine. And we'll do that Trick or Treat. Why not? <laughs> we'll do them both. That's what we'll do. We'll have a double Trick or Treat show. The one from the 80s and the one from the 2000s. What do you say? No? Okay. <laughs> I'm thinking. <laughs> Give me a minute. So, to answer your question, Christ, we don't fucking know. Next. Jerry V., do you guys watch any underground or independent horror? There's <laughs> this really guy. sick movies out there. <laughs> Wondering if you guys are into that stuff. <laughs> well, scary. we definitely know that he's into it. Yes, he is. Toe tagger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, this stuff just doesn't come across my desk, you know? Like, you really got to search out this kind of stuff, and I, I just haven't, so no. There you go, Jerry. Send it to, send it to him. Banana yeah. Gmail. I mean, I'm, I'm interested, you know, as long as it's not, I don't know, as long as it doesn't feel so real like i'm watching a snuff film or something like that you know what i mean just because i i don't like actual real violence or carnage or anything like that so if it feels like real then i probably won't watch it i don't know I depends on what he's talking about i don't really know yeah yeah remember the the scene where they're walking through a room and a baby's crying and they smash his head in <laughs> it's like what what is that? <laughs> he talked about that when he was oh, on the show. Oh, gotcha, yeah. Uh, mm. Actually, I met Jerry V on August 15th at Monster Mania, the horror convention in Jersey, and uh, he had a toe tag picture shirt on. <laughs> he loves it. He's way into it. And he has, toe ta- he has like uh, five tattoos on the back of his calves of toe tags. Damn. Wow. Maybe to sum it all up, eventually he'll have a real toe tag on him. Then his leg comes full circle. (laughs) The circle of death. You still think it's entertaining, Jerry? Huh? huh? (laughs) 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 That's cool. Independent, independent horror. I think we all like. 
He said underground or independent. I right. think we all like indie horror. I mean, it's we discussed it more than once. Yeah. And, uh, you know, as far as underground, eh, you know, I heard that August Underground's pretty sick shit and everything else. And eh, I just don't devote my time to it because there's so much other stuff for me. Um, you know, really. There's Argento. There is Argento. But I've seen Argento. But I'm still exploring new things, damn it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like I watched The Shining in reverse. You know, I watched it with the sound off. Uh, <laughs> I watched uh, the Motel uh, Room 243, whatever the fuck it was. 237. <laughs> yeah. I watched that again. I even get crazy. I'll turn the volume off for The Shining and put on the dialogue for Friday the 13th. <laughs> Kill two birds at one stone, guys. That it's inter- That's like a dark side of the moon, fucking Wizard of Oz thing going on there. There you go. I, I Let's try. Maybe that. I started a new thing. Everyone tonight, go home, put on the Shining, lower the volume, and then put Friday the Thirteenth, mm. or the other way around. Watch Friday the Thirteenth and put the, you know, the dialogue for the Shining. Ah, this is a good question from uh, Mike Stewart. Do you think digital media sites such as Voodoo in the future will get people to stop buying physical media? Some people, yes. But in our circle, like, you know, I mean, I mean, just click on any fucking video reviewer and there's a wall of fucking you know, DVDs and Blu-rays behind them. People love collecting this stuff. I mean, there's people collecting VHS and shit like that right now. <laughs> Correct, but so, no. they're, they're the minority, though. See, I, I, I'll meet them halfway. I think that for you know, for the majority of, of the people, it will eventually go to that, and everything will be streaming, and everything yeah. will be click uh, on on this here. And, but there's always going to be collectors. Like, v, how many fucking guys you know watch VHSs? Not many, but some. Some of the collectors, you know. So it'll never be a even a dead format like VHS is never truly dead because there's always collectors, but. I do see what he. I, I I think it's a good question, and I think as time's going to go on, it's going to be more and more going in that direction. Yeah, but, uh, but I mean, I just if you when you go over to Jason Lloyd's house and he opens up the door and just like cases and cases of movies fall out. <laughs> yeah, right. The guy, it's like it's like yeah, hey, yeah. Just put your coat down over there. I'm like on top of this pile of DVDs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Yeah, I, I bought those years ago. I, I'm still waiting to get to them. <laughs> well, how about this? guys like Scrooge McDuck swimming in gold <laughs> coins, but it's Blu-ray cases. <laughs> That's funny. Picture of Jason fucking swimming in. <laughs> every time he talks about movies, he he posts a picture of a stack of movies like every week. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this yeah, guy. Right? Uh, love him though, Jason. You're awesome. Yeah, man. But how about innocent snatch? I think I think Jason's a straight up asshole myself. <laughs> I'm more of a fan of uh, of Jeff. You know, you know. I just I just don't get Jason, but Jeff, he's cool. Yeah, I tried talking to Jason. He just blew me off. He's a fucking douche. This one's directed at me, Dave. This is from Casey Bates. Oh, cool. Dave. I can take a nap. Yeah, take a nap. Then go take a nap. But you might have an answer. Hold on. Dave, seeing that you have a, a, a love of real hip-hop, what is your feelings on Wu-Tang, favorite <laughs> member and or album? Well, it would be, I'd be amiss not to say that um, th- their first album, fucking 36 Chambers, isn't isn't the, the best one, because it is. Well, it that's been, your opinion, Dave. Sure, but it could have been produced <laughs> better. If it would have been produced the way Wu-Tang Forever was, it would be even better. 
Now, let me go one step further. If Wu-Tang Forever, which was a double album, could have been condensed to one album with like 16, 17 tracks, that could have been on the same par as uh, Enter the 36 Chambers. Matt, okay. you, know, you know about this shit, right? No, no, I never got into Wu-Tang. Oh. By then, yeah. I, I had moved away from hip-hop. And yeah, my, my I think my love for hip-hop stopped in maybe 90... One maybe. And I understand then, and, that. Yeah, then I was strictly like thrash metal. <laughs> uh, it's the hip hop isn't the same. So, and hey, look, you're not into it, right? Hip hop? No, not wound, ta- not wound tang. <laughs> not wounded tang. <laughs> Dude, not did you see that tang. bitch's pussy? Is like fucking wounded tang? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, it was that toe tag movie. Wounded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I never, never ever got into them. Hip-hop, for me, it comes and goes. I'm not into it right now, and I rarely am. But yeah. I won't bore anybody else, but I will, I'll answer. Favorite member is definitely the RZA, and not because of his... I mean, granted, his, his producing is fucking incredible. He's one of the best producers ever, and everything that they came out with right after Enter the 36 Chambers, each solo member had an album, and as long as RZA was producing it, they were fucking great, and their followers weren't as good. <laughs> But his flow, I love his fucking flow. I love him on the mic. Uh, he's got a very unique style. I like the way his voice sounds. And my quick answer is definitely the RZA. How many <laughs> assholes are in the Wu-Tang Clan? 13? 36? 36? Old Dirty Bastard, Inspect the Deck. 3, 4. Wait Kwan the Chef. 5. God, Ghostface oh, Killer. 6. Chef. The Method Man. 7. Yeah. Wizzell the Chef. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so 7 guys? Or 8. Oh, hold oh, on. I whatever, I just named whatever the fuck. Oh. All right. <laughs> cool. Well, yeah. that concludes our Wu-Tang segment. Respect the deck. Okay, okay sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> well, what do you guys think of the movie? It's just from Cody, The Color Purple. With Oprah what? Winfrey? <laughs> and Danny Glover? Said, well, check it out now. He asked what color is purple, and I, did, I didn't even bother to ask that question on the show, but I figured I'd throw him a just phone. did. Well, we're not answering it. <laughs> oh. So I said, why don't we answer this one? What do you think of the movie The Color Purple? Don't know. (laughs) No? I saw it once and I liked it. it. Yeah, I watched it in school. Don't really remember. In school? Fuck off. But what was the name of your school? (laughs) Stand by me. Stand by me? I mean, lean on me. What the fuck am I talking (laughs) about? Stand by me. You like crack, don't you? Well, go on, jump! (laughs) Jump! Uh, Wait, didn't uh, Spielberg do Color Purple? He did. He won an Academy for it, too. I believe that movie swept the Oscars. Could be wrong about sweeping, but it definitely scored big at the at the box, at the fucking box office and at the uh, the Oscars. Well, Cody, I hope that answers your question. Um. Okay. <laughs> Cody. So, we, we, we gave it some attention. That was good. All right. Uh, now, we got JP. He's got a couple of them over here. Um, what's scarier? Kids? Or dolls slash toys. Kids, because <laughs> I have dolls. I don't have any fucking kids. Yeah, kids are a fucking nightmare. Kids. <laughs> yeah, Dave knows. <laughs> yeah, they're Wait, nuts. who's JP? Joseph Paneris. Oh, gotcha, yeah. Okay. Yeah, looks. what do you say? Kids, toys, dolls? Sex toys? Kids are more, like, when I watch, like, when Pet Cemetery and the kid goes crazy and, and things like that, to me, that's more menacing, I guess. You know, they yeah, might because... throw a... A rat in your bathtub and stuff, so. (laughs) Well, no matter what the doll or dolls are doing, it still feels like, well, you aren't thinking for yourself or, you know, something like that. It feels like you can always out, like, outsmart them. 
kid is still a human being in some aspect. So I don't know. It just feels different like that. Well, it's, it's, there's two ways to take it. Because he's a human being, he's, it's one thing, but dolls or toys are supernatural. So you, don't, you don't know what the fuck you're dealing with when you're talking about the supernatural. Oh, yeah. You know? That's kind of okay, scary. I switched. I switched my answer. Yeah, fuck. You're freaking me out, Dave. See? Yeah. Hey. So, yeah, but the supernatural doesn't exist. True. In the movies, <laughs> right. Okay, I switched back. Watching the movie. Yeah. <laughs> True. In real life, it's kids. It's do- it's dolls and toys. In in movies, it's kids. Can we agree? <laughs> Absolutely. That is a, that is actually that's right the banana answer. laser definitive answer. Yes. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else we got? Who would win in a fight? Strangest this should come up. Montgomery or Mahoney? We're <laughs> <laughs> gonna hopefully find out. <laughs> one has more rules than the other one has groups. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, who would win in a fight? Pin or Freddy Krueger? Does what? Pin sleep? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, he doesn't sleep, so he doesn't dream, correct? All right, so Pin would win because he wouldn't even dream about him. He wouldn't exist. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Next. Done. <laughs> yeah, you can't fuck with Pin. Pin's got powers of his own. And a large dick, apparently. And you can fuck Pin, though. <laughs> <laughs> There's a hole in the back. <laughs> a pin-sized hole. <laughs> Apparently. Okay, do you think Jason would mind if he was called Jay? <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, Jay! He's a fucking fu- retard! He doesn't mind shit! E- <laughs> yeah, his fucking ears fell off. I don't think he could hear anything he's saying anyway. Oh, his my ears God. fell off. He's got- Jay. <laughs> Homer hey, Jay, Jay Simpson. <laughs> I'm over here, you pussy! Jay. Tommy, well, Jay Tommy Jay. Tommy Jarvis should have called him Jay. Yeah. Ah, well, maybe in this new movie, you know, there'll be you know hip kids with you know hip slang, and they'll <laughs> they'll want to shorten everything, and so they'll call him Jay. <laughs> nice, huh? Jay, Jay, JV. You know, <laughs> fuck, I, I, JV, man. It's a, it's a local legend out here. From JV to to one more JP, and this is a good one. I like this question. <laughs> After Michael Myers kills all his relatives, what would he do? Get a new writer. <laughs> I have. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Oh, just fuck the last one before that. Like that was my whole thing. Like when he fucks his niece in part six to have to have another person to kill. Totally hot. Wouldn't it be easier if he just killed her and then? Uh, I maybe I'm missing something. Maybe that that baby had to be born because it had to be given over to something. I don't know. No, I really. It, it, you're not missing anything. It didn't make sense. <laughs> okay. It was All a right. fucking mess. It, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll never know. We'll yeah. never know. So. Maybe one guy has the answer. Well, the answer is... Maybe no one has the answer. Is resurrection. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, he just went home, and then he's like, hey, there's fucking assholes People. here. Yeah. That's true. He tried to retire. He did. Right. Right. But I, 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 I don't, I'm, I'm going to go against the grain and say that wouldn't happen. I'm going to say he would just continue... Instead of killing his relatives, he would kill dogs. <laughs> dogs. <laughs> he would be a dog serial killer. How about the next Halloween movie? He's the only human being in the movie. <laughs> it's just him running around. Or he's got like a dog catcher van or something. Maybe it was a skunk. Yeah, he could be a dog catcher. <laughs> yeah, that always bothers. That's the whole problem with Halloween is that you know, as good as part two is, the fact that they barely touch the sister aspect is what makes that even work. Because um, he was really just fixated on some girl who walked up to his door and then mm-hmm. kind of followed her and checked out all her friends she's hanging out with all day. And 
and went from there. That's all it was. He just right. became Simple. fixated, and he had to purge the fixation. That's about it. And they turned into a muddled fucking mess as they went on. So yeah, imagine if Freddy Krueger was you know limited to like just the Elm Street kids. I mean, God, that would only be like what <laughs> one movie. <laughs> he was supposed to, though, actually. Yeah, I know. I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Elm Street. Every town has an Elm Street. Right. Yeah, that's how they played it off. Exactly. And they just changed the rules. They they changed the rules mid-movie in those movies. Oh, God. Didn't they? Yeah. And thank God the last Elm Street was right next to Camp Crystal Lake. That worked out. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Illinois and New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> Don't think too hard, kids. No, <laughs> What about your theory, though, Matt? And I think uh, the whole, you know, not only does he kill the dogs, he has to eat them to remain strong. Power. <laughs> That's where he gets his power, yeah. Yes. Why are we all eating dogs? I just got a dog. I should fucking kill that fucker. <laughs> I could probably cook him up real good. <laughs> yeah. Season him. Uh, let let us know, know just, just imagine if that, if yeah, Halloween just abandoned that and just went. You know, the fucking Jason Voorhees route. That would have been... Awesome. Yeah, so much better. Well, they could. Why not? Why yeah, not just make could. the next Halloween and just fucking... Whatever. Yeah, they should do that. And we were talking about this with the new Chainsaw movie. It's like they want to go back and do, you know, some other convoluted shit. It's like, just keep going. No one gives a shit. <laughs> we just want to see the killer do awesome shit. You know, it doesn't have to be tied to anything. Just keep making movies. Who fucking cares? Yeah. Like, what, like, why is it everybody have to do this mode of shit? Because in you know, Halloween's known as the greatest horror movie ever made, and there is absolutely no motive for Michael to kill Lori, Annie, or or Linda or Bob. Mm-mm. Nothing. He has no real reason to do it. He just saw her and got fixated, and then stared at her for a day, and then killed her or tried. You know, like, there's n- there's nothing. And nobody truly cares or was asking for an answer here. And yet, Hollywood has continuously provided one since since then. And it, and it always fucks everything up. Especially when you get into sequel upon sequel. Look what it has done to every single franchise. It's buried them. Yeah. You know? Can you imagine that us fucking three guys sitting here could handle a franchise better than these assholes? Like, seriously, I left on the creative end. What the yeah. fuck? Isn't that weird? Who would think that? Ghost of Michael Myers. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I actually, no, I actually did do that. He was oh, my yeah. sister, but he was also my cousin. And that's who yeah. he is. Yeah. <laughs> for some reason, I did the same fucking thing. And I think <laughs> it was... Yeah, but he came out of nowhere for you, didn't he? He, did, he, he? You didn't show an escape or anything else. It was discussed, but all of a sudden, there he was. Yeah, but he was related. <laughs> yeah, right. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. I, why the fuck did I do that? I think... Here we I, go. I, I was less savvy than, you know, now I'm an expert on everything. (laughs) (laughs) So back then, that was when I first, like, literally, I was probably into Michael for a year by the time we shot that. So, you know, there was no internet interaction with people. It was the year 2000, you know, not, you know, not everybody just voiced their opinion or gave all these different, you know, angles on stuff. So at the time, I just took it for what it was. And figured, well, then we have to do this, I guess. <laughs> so I guess he only kills family since that's all we've watched. And at that time, I don't even think we saw part eight. So, you know, to, it was always family stuff. So I just went along with it. Well, okay. Uh, one more Halloween thing is all drawn on Halloween. There was one more question about Halloween and uh, Christ himself again. Who is in more shitty movies, Michael Myers or Mike Myers? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
Michael I say Myers. Mike Myers. No. What? Really? I say Mike Myers because the only movie I liked that he did was like maybe three, and he's probably acted in about 30, 35, 40, so whatever. Yeah, right. Am I, oh, no? Really? Matt, you're a big oh, Mike I, I, No, fan. well, you I'm, a, Shrek, I'm a casual fan. fan. You're a Shrek yeah, a, fan. I, I like Shrek. I like Wayne's World. I, I agree. like Austin Powers to some degree. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, it. Uh, what other big vehicle, you know, so I married an axe murderer, maybe. So let's uh, say the guy's done, let's just lowball and say he's done 30 movies. Out of those 30, you like 10. Mm-hmm. Now, Michael Myers has made, what, eight movies, nine? Are we counting remakes? He's acted in 43 movies. Okay, and I probably like 10. Michael Myers, on the other hand, um... I wouldn't really consider four a shitty movie. I'm not a, a big fan of it. Six isn't shitty. Um, H two is not shitty. So no, I'm gonna go with fucking. The, I'm gonna go with My- Michael Myers is is better. Yeah, percentage. So yeah, I think Mike Myers was in more shitty movies. Well, he was in the Littlest Hobos. I'm gonna go with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about who's a who's a better actor, um, Captain Kirk or Mike? Michael Myers. <laughs> Ooh. William Shatner. I couldn't think of his name. <laughs> like Rocket Man. Right. Um, well, I'm going to have to say family. Buster Rhymes as Michael Myers was the best actor. <laughs> <laughs> Who played Michael Myers best? Buster <laughs> Rhymes. <laughs> that would be a great Halloween costume to <laughs> be Buster in the Michael I, I'm gonna do it this year. Let's see if anybody catches on. I have the Michael Myers mask now. You gotta put yeah. blackface on around your eyes. <laughs> no, make your hands just to paint them brown. Right. <laughs> you can do that because you're married to a black chick. Yeah, it's okay for you. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna walk on all my lawn. Nobody's gonna something. I'm gonna all fucking my. I'm Michael Myers. Oh, and your daughter can be a uh, Jamie Lloyd. <laughs> You could paint her more white. She's <laughs> she's half white, but you have to make her like a white Jamie Lloyd. White face. You know, her white face. Fucking <laughs> eyebrow and everything. Yeah, paint the eyebrow oh halfway up her forehead. <laughs> Nobody in the world would know what the fuck we were doing. Who are these retards? Right, what the fuck is this? Why are your they hands all shitty? <laughs> If we have a banana laser Halloween party, then we'll do it. How's that? Or a skeleton crew for the 100. We'll have a fucking big bash somewhere. We'll make our own convention, and there you go. My daughter and I will be there. We should have a skeleton crew convention. Yes. Yeah. Dude, it will be like, you know, know, 20 people there. It will be great. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it would still be fun. Yeah, it would be. Mm -hmm. Shit ain't working up there, so 
You need to take your ass in the back of the garage with Nora. That's your job. Go back there with Nora and help her ass out. Go do your job. I left the back door unlocked for your ass to go out the back into the garage. That's what I did. You need to get the hell out of here. Go ahead, scoop, skedaddle. Get the fuck out of Dodge. What the hell somebody gotta do to get a little decent help up in this motherfucker? Welcome to Banana Lasers Montgomery Minute. I can't get rid of this asshole. Yes, this guy's gold. Fuck yeah, I'll be on Montgomery Minute, that little asshole. Montgomery! Alright, Lasers, we're back with another Montgomery Minute. And this time... Us boys aren't alone. We got a special guest here, <laughs> and that is the beautiful, uh, the talented, our friend Jamie Jenkins. Welcome to the show. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> welcome. So yes, yes. Welcome to the Montgomery Minute. If you guys don't know, uh, it's about our good friend Scott Montgomery, who is the. Uh, the man of a thousand groups, and he loves to antagonize and torture people on Facebook. And apparently Jamie Jenkins is his latest victim. But uh, before we get into your story, because I know yours is fucking crazy. Dave, you got some updates on what's been happening? I just have a little bit, uh, kind of similar to last time how he was messing. Remember how I explained that I, um, you know, I've been putting up the movies I've been watching on Facebook, and he messaged me last time, got into this conversation. He's obsessed with celebrities, yada yada yada. Okay, um, I got on this Karate Kid kick, and what happened? My my well, hold on, my wife got me a birthday card, and it's one of those cards that when you open it up, it plays a song. Wow, <laughs> it opened You're the up. Best. Yes, exactly. That's <laughs> yes, you're the best around. So, because I always sing it, and she knows I'm all about that, you know, ridiculous '80s shit. So, fear does not exist in this lounge, does it? So, long story short, she got me a card, and that's all it took. I said, "Man, I haven't seen the Karate Kid movies in years. All fucking three of them are on Netflix." So I just start watching it. So I put it in. Dave is watching Karate Kid, and I'm okay. Sure enough. Montgomery comes in and says, what the fuck does he tell me? He just, out of nowhere, he starts quoting lines from the movie. A man, he says, a man face you, he is enemy, and an enemy deserve no mercy. That's what he tells me. In all, all, all in How caps. ironic is that? Right? <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, so I just said exactly, and that was it. And then he texts me back and says, I love the look on Johnny's face. When Crease orders Bobby to put him out of commission in Karate Kid 1. And I just, once again, I, I, I was like, I played nice. I'm like, yeah, I said, good stuff. A few more minutes go by, and then she sees quoting me more shit on and on. You're all right, LaRusso. Good match. Thanks a lot. Then he starts talking about all this shit. As much of a jerk as the Cobra Kai guys are, they weren't heartless. Crease was heartless. He kept coming out and, and losing end against... Miyagi and Daniel, he's just telling me all this shit that I obviously know. <laughs> I've watched the fucking movies. You know, then he says, did you enjoy the remake? This time I was real brief. I just had never saw. That was it. Then he's like, oh yeah, it was decent. It wasn't a straight remake. It had some new twists. They eat, he goes, they, they even replaced Wax On, Wax Off with pick it up, take it off, put it on, throw it down. <laughs> <laughs> now I have no idea what the fuck is that. Do you guys know? You know, I, I've never seen it. No. Pull it, pop it, yank it. Is it like that game? That weird game? 
from when we were in grade school? <laughs> Pull it. Pop it. See, you're you're from another level. I'm still playing the one where you press yellow, green, blue, or red. <laughs> I was thinking Alex is over there pulling and popping and yanking it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, aren't we all? <laughs> I mean, she's right. I'm the most of offender. So. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> but now I got pinned, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah! Watch yeah, out! Yeah, doll the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So yeah, I, I kind of at the end of that, I had enough of them. I just ignored them and I watched the Karate Kid. I was like, "Fuck this!" So then I decided to try to have a little fun and try to face him against Mahoney. I tried to play the devil's advocate and come up with some scheme where him and Mahoney battle, you know, of all things. And I said something to him about Mahoney. I go, "Yeah," I go, "This guy Mahoney says he has a lot more groups than you." And his are better because they have actual alumni from the movies in them, I told him. <laughs> and he says, yawn. And then I go, well, you got the right attitude. You know? I go, he blocked me so I can't see his group pages anymore. So then, a few minutes later, he tells me, he goes, well, I have alumni. And he goes, Jill Sholin, Scout Taylor, Christina Klebe, etc. Yeah, right. I'm like, okay. And I'm then I'll end it with this because it's funny. I go, apparently... He has a lot of the actors from Friday the 13th and Halloween series in his groups. Then I said, he's kind of arrogant about it, too. So then he gets back to me and he says, I'm also arrogant, LOL. (laughs) Yeah, he has a lot to be arrogant about. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Then I get a thumbs up, you know, customary. Classic. (laughs) And that's all I got for my Montgomery Minute. The ongoing saga. Yeah, Stay it's tuned. just going to get worse. I'm Stay tuned for Mahoney yes. versus Montgomery. <laughs> yes. If we can pull that off, that would be fucking podcast history. We'll sell you the whole seat, but you'll only need the egg. <laughs> this time, it's not about money. Jamie, you care to let us in on what's been going on with you? Well, okay. I have been watching poor Dave. <laughs> go through this whole thing for a very long time. And he's just like, God damn it, this kid. He's like, he just keeps adding me to these groups and these oh. you know, groups that have nothing to do with anything he's interested in. And I was just like, oh, that really sucks. You know, and then, but I was, you know, I was peripheral. Like, I didn't have to worry about that. It, it wasn't knocking on my door until one morning Not I get a message. On Jamie's door. <laughs> I get a message at 7.48 a.m. And he says, good morning, Jamie. And I said, <laughs> Hi. And he's like, how are you? I'm good. And he's like, that's good to hear. Thumbs up. <laughs> and I, said, I said, and you? And I'm, I'm being nice here because I'm just, you know, I have no reason to not be nice to this kid at this point. You yeah, know? He, he doesn't know you're going to exploit him yet. So go he's like, <laughs> just relaxing. <laughs> Again no, with the no G. No G. He's cool. Uh, <laughs> and then he said, thank you. Thumbs up. <laughs> I get a lot Jesus. of thumbs up. And then the next day, I get, hi. And I said, hey there. He's like, how are you? Oh, my God. And so said, smooth. I'm good. It's Friday. How are you? <laughs> Relaxing. He does that a lot, apparently. That's his. Uh, yeah. How about going <laughs> then, to work? And then he goes, <laughs> I have several groups. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Here we go. And then I had been telling you guys that, like, I was like, oh, man, he hit me up. You know, here it comes. And Dave's like, oh, he's like, you know, keep track, engage. And I'm like, ah, you know, I, I don't want to, like, I'm not going to make fun of the kid or whatever because he hasn't done anything yet. 
Uh, so oh, then, it goes bad, man. It goes bad. It goes real bad. Because then uh, <laughs> he's like, you know, after he says he has groups, he's like, I have movie, TV, music, wrestling, anime, superheroes, scream queens, action, black exploitation, etc. And I said, yeah, I'm not, I'm not really active in many groups apart from those for my shows, and they keep me pretty busy. And he's like, ah, well, the offer is there. And then he's like, favorite area of horror? And I said, all of it, but especially werewolves, haunted houses, slashers, zombies, the good ones. And he's like, my groups cover all of the above, thumbs up. And I said, and he, I'd love to add you, thumbs up. My horror groups alone cover all areas of horror. And then I said, well, you know, that sounds cool, but I really wouldn't be there. I'm the member of tons of groups that I never visit. So he's like, well, up to you. My individual celeb groups, I've met most, but not all. Can you send friends my way? I'm like, yeah, sure. This sounds a like, lot like Banana Laser 36, but go ahead. And then he goes, <laughs> right. why not leave groups inactive to join mine? And I said, because I'd just be inactive there. <laughs> and then he goes, hmm, disappointing, but okay. How many groups do you run? I said, I'm admin on all the groups for my shows. That's it. I don't do anything more than that. And he's like, well, add me if you want. I was like, he's trying to sweeten the pot there. He's like, you know, you can add me to your groups. Oh, that, if oh. in turn, I can add you to mine. Thumbs up. And then he's like, do you know someone named Jason Craig? And I was like, no. He's like, oh, well, I got a few requests to join my Scream Queen groups. Thought you might have referred to him. Yeah, right. You know, thumbs up. And I'm like, uh, no. Okay, well, then that's when that's the last conversation we have as far as him telling me he wants to add me to groups and me being polite and saying, no, thank you. You know, because I really, I wouldn't be there. It's just not worth I No, no, thank you. Okay. Then he starts adding me to groups. Just random shit. Mm. Like this the Klebe chick. I don't even know who that is. Like, I don't even care, but her. And then it's like, um, some scream Queens group and then some wrestling group and then some like (laughs) random anime group. And I'm like, do you even know me at all? Like (laughs) you don't pay any attention. So I'm unclicking and unclicking and unclicking. And I'm getting really fucking tired of having to unjoin all these groups. So finally I said, look, stop adding me to groups. I told you no. And then he sends me this little picture of a hamburger that says, don't hate. Thumbs up. <laughs> and then, don't hate. And Wait, then, no picture of a hamburger? What? What's the yeah, reference, though? It's like a cheeseburger with a pickle on his head, and he's holding a sign. Mary oh, cheese? He's, he's, there's a little speech bubble that says, don't hate. Oh, And I'm gosh. like, okay, dude, you just did what I asked you not to do, and now you're telling me not to hate? Fuck you. <laughs> Thumbs up. <laughs> Thumbs up. <laughs> to your fuck you? I get two th- No, I didn't say fuck you. I oh. was just I two thumbs up. And then, and then he goes, and if I haven't told you, I am now. He doesn't use punctuation, so right. I apologize for that. <laughs> Nobody tells me what to do regarding my groups. What? <laughs> and I was like, oh, you little fucker. <laughs> so I oh said, my God. I have every right to tell you not to add me. I don't give a damn what you do as long as you leave me out. And he said, not in my world. <laughs> so I said, I don't have the right to not be included in groups in your world. What gives you the right to force people into things they don't want? And that's the last I heard from Scott Montgomery. Huh. Oh, Shut him down. You should I was like, what is that bullshit? Do a, live, do a live, send him a question mark right now and see if he responds. Guess what? Speak of the devil, I just randomly texted him. But not randomly. I talked for a few minutes about the, my, the the Mahoney feud that I'm trying to stir up, and he told me at one point, "Oh, that was weeks ago. It's past tense. I, I, I'm cool." And then he says, 
And then I said, it's, you know, I'm just letting you know he asked about it now. And then I said, say, and then he said, say la vie. Right, he's fancy, you know. Ah, this guy, this guy looks like a space alien. He's really, <laughs> he's worldly. Yeah. yeah. He, he spelled it right and everything. So I mean, I'll give him credit. He's not a complete idiot. Oh, I'm sorry. But, that's not the last I heard from though. After that, he has added me to two groups. <laughs> one of them being the Jennifer Love Hewitt group, and I forget what the other one was because I just deleted it right away, and I also deleted the other one right away. But I was like, what? What the fuck? I we just had this argument. And you're trying to tell me, not in my world, <laughs> and then you're going to keep adding me? Now he's just being a prick. I run Facebook! <laughs> you're in my world now! <laughs> my world, Sorry, Dave, I didn't mean to interrupt. Please no, that's me. great. Are you kidding I got me? all fired up. <laughs> no, it's funny. <laughs> it actually leads into what he said. After he said, say la vie... I told him not in my world. <laughs> oh. Oh, 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 oh! Because yeah. you said that, not, right, I, it was right. it wasn't a crazy coincidence. That would have been mind blowing. But no, I just said not in my world. And what do you think his response was? Thumbs up. Yes, very good. <laughs> and that was our Montgomery minute. I know you guys have been watching a lot of shit. What have you guys been checking out? Any recommendations? I've been watching so many movies. I've been watching like a movie at night. Good for you. Know. you. Oh, yeah, late in the evening. My daughter goes to bed, whatever, and, and, and my wife's been uh, busy because her job takes her out of town a lot. So I've had some time. Some nights I've even watched two movies because I've been on a found footage kick again. And a lot of these found footage movies, are, they're only like an hour and 20 minutes long. Sometimes I'm able to fit two in there. So. <laughs> you could squeeze two in, <laughs> you dirty bastard. <laughs> yeah, DP uh, style, right? Oh man, hey, <laughs> hey, what's it like when you touch another dude's dick? Like <laughs> Alex, you got an answer? Is that? Do you guys think, what do you think? Is that gay? Like, if you're in a porno and, and there's two guys oh, or one man. chick, is it gay? Even if you go one in the butt and one in the uh, the norm. <sighs> And, and then like your, your balls, balls are hitting. touching. Yeah, is that okay? Uh, I think you would be so focused as as to getting it over <laughs> on the chick that you probably wouldn't even be thinking about it. Maybe. But are you gay? <laughs> <laughs> Who cares what you think? <laughs> How does it make you gay? Is this no. a continuation of the last Skeleton Crew episode? Yes. <laughs> is it a choice or not? Yes. If your balls hit each other. Did you choose to be gay? <laughs> <laughs> How about that though? I was thinking that too, that the skeleton crew, because that was the um the whole episode. Every segment, everything that went on in there, that the topic. Came was up. Yeah. Yeah, it's like and the we... Nightmare Two episode of the Skeleton Crew. <laughs> and, and we even recorded Let the Right One In back in January. And mm-hmm. even that we talked about is it gay because the the pedophile, why would he want to be with a little boy who doesn't have a dick? And mm-hmm. since it's a little boy, that means you're gay because he's not a straight pedophile. So well, even to January, we talked about gay. Isn't that so weird? Yeah, that is weird. And they all can, And you definitely saved that review for that interview and that whole show because, you know, yeah, we were I wanted to in call the process. It, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to call it Mark Patton, let the right one in. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do find it funny in the in sleepaway camp how uh, what's her face? You know, she starts dating and kissing that boy, but she's like genuinely excited and happy to be with a boy, 
yet she is a boy? I mean, is she that brainwashed where her, you know, at her core, it's just been totally changed to like boys? I mean, wouldn't her natural uh, thing in her body to be like women? And that would be the issue? Or maybe it's just because this is the first kid who's actually given her any attention at all. And so she just likes that or he (laughs) or whatever. Yeah, because she didn't want to do anything intimate with him. She just wanted to be friends. She didn't want to really kiss him. So maybe she just wanted a companion, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. There was there wasn't any any that that type of thing going on. You're right. Yeah, not till the end, but even then, that was just for exposition. Right, right. So, oh no, she did get excited once to give him a kiss and then ran off. But that might thought, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, there was that. But you know what? Obviously, it's going to be tough, especially at that age. To mess around with another woman. Wait a minute! You know no, I mean? he gave her a kiss after the the social, or, or no, after the movie was playing, and then she acted weird. And she says, "I gotta go." And he goes, oh, can, okay. I do, "Can I do it again?" She's like, "Okay." <laughs> didn't didn't he give? Didn't she, as in as in you know, um, Angela, Angela, get excited and give him a kiss on the cheek and run off at one point, like a young love uh, young love budding type scene, and then, then happy music played. Or am I wrong? I think just after they talked, after he was like, she's like, good night. He's like, all right. And then the happy music played when he left. I don't think she kissed him. I don't know. I'll trust your word over mine. You've seen it more than mm-hmm. I have. so I, I, don't, I don't recall it, yeah. Okay, I could be wrong. But, uh, yeah, I, I tell you, the, the found footage thing, though, I, I've watched Alien Abduction is one of them, Crow's Nest, Alone with Her, Home Movies, or four movies home I watched. Movies. There. It's I called saw home Crow's Nest. Did you did you like Crow's Nest? Because I did. I thought it was okay. I, I thought the end was tremendous. I really don't remember much about it. So either I uh, watched it too late at night, or I just didn't like it. I gotta say, the, I I haven't been so like sucked into a movie as the last twenty five minutes, where I, where I put myself in the place of the victim, where I was completely identifying in that with with the victim victims actually because it was a couple different scenes and i was re- i was like in it with them and like experiencing it and i was really into it isn't that the one where it's mainly like a car chase a lot of car chases there is yeah but that's like 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 i said the first like 45 minutes is one thing and then it flips mm-hmm. you know it, it's average um you know found footage stuff with a slow build and whatever else it's, i don't mind it it wasn't great but you know, the end just completely blew my mind. It was just the way it, the way it worked. Yeah, I, I definitely recommend that one. And Alien Abduction, same thing, had a, had a had a great ending. I don't know what it is about the found footage thing, but I'm really into it. And I, for some reason, I identify with the characters more, maybe because of the way it, it, it seems more realistic to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually feeling like I'm living it with the characters more than watching like a slasher movie where... I don't care when most of them die, and I just want to see the gore. Yeah, yeah pretty so, much. Yeah, that that's that's why I like them too. Yeah, yeah, it's weird, and, and a lot of people trash the the whole subgenre, but it, when it's done right, I'm I'm really sucked into it. I'm like, wow. So I'm just at this point right now, movies made in like thirteen and fourteen and things like. I'm actually having found footage as the preference, where I'm actually seeking these movies out. I'm I'm really into it. You know, but, are these flicks on Netflix? Um, yeah, they're either on Netflix or Hulu, everything that I've watched, yeah. Hmm. Either or. Um, Hulu, and, really? Yeah. Alone With Her was another one I watched last night. That was good. That was found footage. So we got Alone With Her, we got Crow's Nest, the home movies, and, and, and Alien Abduction. And, oh, man, I tell you. Good hmm. stuff. And I've been on a UFO kick lately, so I watched Fire in the Sky again. You know, that's a good one. Oh, man. 
Yeah, I've seen that so many times back in the day. That's awesome. I did some reading after, and everything still you can't know. You don't know what's real and what's not, and but whatever. Did you ever see that, Alex, or no? Yeah, I saw it back, I don't know, like 1992. All I remember is a guy pouring water in a guy's eye, and that's it. <laughs> I don't remember anything else. <laughs> what? <laughs> pouring water in a guy's eye? I don't remember like, was, that. Wasn't there a guy, and he was laying on a table, and a bunch of liquid went to his eyeball? Oh, hmm. well... I remember, like, a needle coming out, right? Some kind of needle coming down to his eye? What happened was, after know. he gets out and comes back, he goes to this welcome home party, and he's bugging out. There's all kinds of people there. He's uncomfortable, and his wife or girlfriend finds him in the other room, and he's hiding under a table, and she sees him. She's like, what's the matter with you? And then he moves, and there happened to be syrup on that table, like maple syrup, and it spilled over, and the syrup spills, and you see it going down the side. He flashbacks even more when he sees that. And he flashes back to the stuff going in his eye, which was one of the many things that these aliens did to him. Right. And then it, they, it they stuck stuff in his butt. <laughs> now, does that make them gay? <laughs> <laughs> I remember the greatest joke ever, man. Uh, Homer Simpson gets abducted by aliens, and the, the second he gets up there, he goes, oh, God, and he pulls his pants down. And they're like, no, it's okay. We've reached the limits of what able probing can teach us. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Like, how many how many years are we going to be anal probing? Like, what the fuck do you expect to find up there? <laughs> it's like, why would you bother with that, really? <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Oh, man. You don't got to, like, research us to find out we're assholes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They're all full of shit. (laughs) I could have told you that, dude. Yeah, exactly. Just take a poll. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah, really. For sure. And then I I watched that Stage Fright. People were recommending that new one, that the remake of the street stage. It was a slasher musical. and um, With Meatloaf? Yes, meatloaf is in it. Yes, um, I would do anything for love, but I won't watch that. <laughs> Bob with bitch tits. So you won't watch it, Alex? You don't want to see it? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. Uh, it's yeah, it's somehow related to a movie when I did that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good though. It was a throwback to '80s horror, where uh, the, the reason for the killing and everything else. It was. It just had that '80s horror vibe. Which which I prefer, like it, it's simplified and it's like a a little it's a, a little bit of a whodunit. And then when the when it's revealed, it has to do with the main character's past and stuff, which was like a big thing in the eighties, you know, with, with those slashers. So it was like that, but then they threw in the element of it being a musical, which made it funny. Even though it was I, honestly, it's a good perform. If you're into musicals, you may like it because the performances were genuinely good. But then they had the killer who's singing metal on top of it, so everyone else is singing regular musical stuff, and the killer's singing metal. And uh, oh, it's great! And I, I watched like the first five minutes, and I had to stop it and say, "I got to watch this with other people," because I watched it alone. And they got to a musical segment, and this kid goes up. These kids there returning to like this um, summer camp. And it's a summer camp for like people that are they want to learn how to sing and dance. So they're you know they're that, that type of people. So they're getting off the bus. Oh, a real fun camp. <laughs> That's a the real camp sh- you have a flute in. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because they're singing about how they've been picked on for the past year and everything else, and this is going on. And this one guy comes up and he goes, "I'm gay, I'm gay, but not in that way." And he goes on and. <laughs> I saw this, and then the other guy comes in and says that he is in, in that way. And then, long story short, as soon as I saw that, I said, "This is not something to be watching alone. This is it's it, 
it's comical. So let me stop right here. And then I went back and watched it with my friends the other night. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I recommend watching. If you're into 80s slashers and you can tolerate the musical numbers and get humor out of it, and, you know. How many songs are there? Is it like constant or? I wouldn't say it's constant. No, there's probably like half a dozen. I'd probably say that, including what they're doing on stage, because the, the main thing is that they're putting on. They're trying to make it to Broadway, and they're they're putting so the, you see them on the stage rehearsing a lot, and then you oh, see okay. them the final part. But there's like maybe th- most of it comes in like the first forty minutes. There's like three musical numbers, but it's okay. It's done the right way. If you could tolerate that, go for it. And then I had a couple rewatches, and uh, The Shining. No, not that The Shining. <laughs> Believe it. <laughs> you gotta watch it once a month. <laughs> <laughs> nah, some some staples. Oh, Rosemary's Baby, which I'll watch every now and again, and. Uh, what else did I watch? Oh, you know what I watched was uh, that one-hour photo. I did the whole Robin Williams thing. Williams. Oh, yeah. Does that movie hold up? Or I've always liked it. I've only seen it like three times, and I own it. And I, it's just one of those movies. And when it when he passed, I said to my wife, I go, did you ever see one-hour photo? Actually, I mentioned it to her maybe a month or so ago. She said no. So when that happened, everyone was talking all this stuff. You know, we, we don't got to go through that routine again. But they're saying, that, well, you know what? Here's what I like. And I like strange movies. Popeye, one-hour photo, insomnia, you know, whacked-out movies kind of. And I said, let's watch one-hour photo. She said, okay. So we watched it, and she liked it. And yeah, it's good, you know. So I did that. And then I watched Your Next the other night again. Oh, yeah, for, cool. Yeah, for the second time. I haven't seen it since the show. And that held up. I can say that it was it was good. It was you know how it is when you go to the movies sometimes, and then even knowing the you know twists and stuff like that, it was still as good. Well, that's why because you're looking at it with different eyes. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a big second view. Anytime something like that happens, and you go back to watch what's going on, you want to see who's in on it and what you know. Then that's good. So that's what I did. And finally, I rewatched Evil Dead the remake. <laughs> And you hate it. (laughs) Oh, no, 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 no. I don't hate it at all. No, no, no. I don't hate it. I don't love it. I I think as much as you guys, but maybe you could help me here. Because I loved the gore. I didn't like some of the characters, especially the one guy. Mainly the one guy, because Hubby just kept doing things that you know are wrong. Why why would he do that? The dude in glasses? Yes, yeah. Um, But I could understand it. That's happened in horror movies before. That's that's kind of a staple in some dumber 80 movies. I, I understand that. But let me ask you guys. You guys are both big fans. In the beginning of the movie, you see that girl outside, and she's acting completely normal. And these other guys take her down, and they bring her in that cabin, and they burn her. You know what I'm talking about, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, why would she be acting normal when she's there by herself? When at any time in this movie, when someone's possessed, do they just act normal and afraid for no reason unless they're trying to play up on somebody else just to, you know, to make to fool them for a moment? What what sense does that make? Can you guys explain that? Hmm. Hmm. Well, therein lies my problem. Okay. All (laughs) right. So it's not me. Okay. So that part kind of makes no sense. Then later, when everything does go down, what is that thing that comes out? Is that a doppelganger of her, or is it something completely different? Because it looks yeah. just like her, correct? Yeah, it's a doppelganger. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. It's kind of confusing, but the second time I watched it, that's what it seemed like to me. Okay, so now she, this girl's re- rehabbing and going through her stuff and everything else, and going through her whatever. And, and I could see that she's possessed at that time because the tree got her. But she saw that thing beforehand, and then the tree came, and I could see her seeing herself. But why all these prophecies about this big, crazy evil coming down and the raining of blood and that whole nine, 
And the only thing that happens is a doppelganger of her comes out. That's supposed to be the big thing that, that's been prophesied for thousands of years. A doppelganger of this girl is going to come out. And then when she does come out, she's going to be killed just that easy with a chainsaw? Doesn't that seem a little anticlimactic? From well, maybe it was supposed to possess a lot more people and then take over. <sighs> I guess I can live with yeah. that. Okay, I, I just got the vibe that it would be something more grander. I mean, if they can make blood rain from the sky, surely something cooler than a doppelganger of a girl, which, by the way, we already saw it earlier in the movie before the prophecy came to pass. Then this happens, and then it's just that. And then she's disposed of really easy with a chainsaw. Well, you think you throw a car on her, too, though. What they call her, like, the abomination or something like that? Yeah, something like that. But uh, she's yeah, already I been seen. She's already been seen in that movie. So how is that like this big prophesized evil that's been discussed and feared for years and years, like a major well, deal? Yeah, you know? that was just in her mind. I, I don't know if she was really physically manifested at that point, but she came out of the ground or something, right, at, at the end of the movie? Like, I don't remember. Yeah, I, yeah, she came out of the ground. And, yeah, I think during the slug plug part, it was just like a yeah a vision that yeah. came to her. And it was didn't actually come come out because it later. just it just goes away. So yeah, mm-hmm. it would it would have just done like what, what was it doing? Just walking around the woods and then dug itself <laughs> into the ground, waiting for the big you know entrance. Like I don't know. I, I think it was just in her mind. <laughs> I don't think it was uh, it, it, not in her mind, but but a vision or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. Right. Yeah, it knew that something was about to happen. That it could, you know, eventually with these pe- new people being there. It could eventually be set free, I guess. So, Dave, you wanted like a giant monster or <laughs> something to come out? I'm not saying a giant monster, no. But, I mean, <laughs> it, 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 if it went to the point that everybody's been fearing this thing for thousands of years or what have you, that it manages to rain blood, which is, you know, think about it. It changes the weather. That's a major thing happening on, on the planet. <laughs> Dude, weather bugs does it all the time. It tells me it's going to rain, and all of a sudden I, go, I don't cancel my plans. Nothing happened. They can change the weather, too. No, um, I don't know. I do. I think, honestly, the, the, the huge fear here is that it's not about exactly um, that the whole world, this big end is coming for all of us if, if this happens. I think what most people are concerned about is themselves, like, we can easily anyone in this realm or in 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 the world of this can get possessed and then we're fucked so it's it's an immediate danger it's not exactly the you know the a world takeover that we're really concerned with in terms of wanting to stop this we just particularly don't want to be taken over by this thing and that's all you know like so you have to get rid of that if let's say it would have been the brother instead of her at the end of that movie so instead of that thing coming up, a doppelganger of him was going to come up, and that was going to be the big, the big thing we were waiting for. Besides Bloody Rain, yeah. you guys are going to think I'm stupid, man. I love this movie, and I and I've you know t- tell everybody to watch it. But uh, until you said that, Dave, I really didn't even realize that the abomination was her again. I like, I didn't realize that it was the girl she had a vision of earlier. So oh, I didn't weird. even put it, yeah I didn't even put it together that that, that was. <laughs> That that was a doppelganger of her at the end. I thought just that one scene was. <laughs> yeah, and he was talking to her. Yeah, but but the th- but I understand. But just even if I guess it makes sense that it was her because why would why would that be such a big thing to fear? Some girl that comes out of the water or comes out of the ground that is no more supernatural than any of these other possessed uh, deadites, if you will, throughout the movie. It was no more of a threat than anything else was. I I just expected like. 
not to look exactly like it, but like at the end of Evil Dead 2, for existence, where you see, uh, you know, literally a hole poked into the earth and things being sucked up into it. Just a right. bigger deal than blood raining and a doppelganger of her as this big prophesized thing. That's all. But that happens when you watch movies. You watch something, you don't pick up on it. Someone mm-hmm. else watches it, and, and they question this, well, like I did. I can see why you wouldn't, because I, I don't think I thought much about that the first time, but I thought I'd bring the pre- the question to you guys, because I think you guys both have it in your top three, or would give it five stars yeah. and everything, and mm-hmm. I myself would, would give it four stars, just because I, I'm not so cool on the beginning and the ending. You know, it's just, it just seems a little... <laughs> I guess you don't have to understand it to put it in your top three. I, I just didn't even, I just no, really didn't no. give it that much thought. Yeah, I guess it's, <laughs> I didn't even think about it, too. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't help it. I'm just watching in this app. I'm like, geez, that's it. You know what I mean? I just because I hadn't, I, I forgot from the first time, and you know, it just expected more. But I mean, yeah, I, I don't understand Lord of Salem. Who does? But I, I still love it. I just I understand. But then it's a piece again, of shit. Hey. <laughs> uh, second watch, Matt. I know. There you go. But I still don't give it five stars. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't. I don't. So for me to give something a five star, it, it it's really I, I really can't. When I'm done with it, I can't say, well, I have a question. Like, Rosemary's Baby, to me, is a five-star movie, and that's all there is to it. Anything you ask me, I'm probably going to know the answer to it, and, and I'm happy with everything that happened with it. That's all. I don't so, know. I just, so uh, you don't have a problem with the homemade defibrillator? I, I don't say I have a problem. That one, I could – I'm not crazy about it, but I'm not going to be like everybody else to complain about it. It's – I could see it. You know what I'm saying? It's more in the realm of a horror movie where I could say, well, eh – not probable, but but possible, I guess. But the other stuff just seems, you know, it just seems to just bothers me more. Yeah, I'm with you. Everybody bitching about that, you know. In all honesty, the guy worked in a garage, right? So yeah, I just, totally mm-hmm. believe it. Just go with, yeah, I just go with. It. <laughs> Here's no, I do he have one big problem though. Have you guys ever owned or been in a house where they had one of those electronic knives that you plug in? Yeah, I had one. Yeah, you, yeah. really. Okay, yeah, I've never cutter. seen one in real life. What? They're a Thanksgiving staple. Wow. Yeah, they're called turkey cutter. Just what's right. wrong with a knife? You can't... Yeah. You, you like carving a turkey, Matt, do you? Well, you're a chef, so you're I, used to Yeah, I, I work with a knife every day, so I guess I'm biased. Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey Matt, every time you pick up a butcher knife, does you can you ever not think of Halloween or Psycho? Yeah, <laughs> because I do it so often. And here's the thing, too, is that a lot of people call it a butcher knife. When I don't under no one only horror fans call it that, like everyone in the industry, it's a chef's knife. No one calls it a butcher's knife. I've never heard it called that ever. So it's always kind of weird <laughs> to hear it called a butcher's knife. A butcher wouldn't use that knife. It's it's a kitchen <laughs> knife. It's a chef's knife. A butcher would use a, a either smaller knife or a bigger knife, like a cleaver. Yeah, cleaver. I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Robin Williams. Do you guys cry when he died? What? <laughs> oh, that's a Montgomery question. Right yeah. when, uh, Rocky Belt. Apollo got killed by the Russian. <laughs> uh. I should have asked him that when Robin died. Because he's really into celebrities, like to the point that I forgot to mention this before, but he gets he takes umbrage when somebody else takes on the name of a celebrity. Like if a celebrity's dead, like James Garner was the guy that passed away. We were talking about it on the last show or whatever, and I couldn't remember. You said he was an older actor. The reason I remembered it because I watched Fire in the Sky. James Garner was in the movie. I was like, oh, that's who it was. He's the guy that just passed away. So anyway, he had said something about he gets mad 
like if James Garner was to pass away and then a few days later, like me, you know how you can change your Facebook name? Uh, if I change my name to James Garner, he has he takes umbrage with that. He doesn't like that. He thinks it's disrespectful. And he he needs to come out and make statements on it on Facebook about it. Uh, that guy is fucking delusional, man. Who would do that, though? I don't know. People do it, apparently. Maybe not when they die, always. But if they're a dead celebrity, he gets mad about it. Could be anybody. What if I change my name to Sid Vicious one day? Just because I, I was a fan of, of the Sex Pistols. You know what I'm saying? He may take umbrage with that oh. right, if he's a fan of Sid Vicious. I, just because people do weird things. I and... changed my middle name to Chewbacca, but he's still alive. Right? So it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I made my name Sid Vicious, but I only did it because he broke his uh, leg in half. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So that's not so bad. Right. Or like, Loretta, what if I called myself Dave Macho Man Zendano after, after, Ooh, you know? that's actually pretty good. <laughs> In quotes. <laughs> Every time oh, macho you, Man. When you sign oh, yeah. shit, you should do that. Or put dice in quotes in the middle. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> dice. Matt Dice Wazell. <laughs> hey, What's in the bowl, bitch? <laughs> hickory dickory dot. I unwrapped the banana. It was my cock. Potassium flu. It looked like yellow goo. And then I dumped your mom off at the next block. Mongoloid? Do you have facial deformities? Or are you just plain ugly? If you answered yes to any of those questions, odds are you may just have murderous rampages as well. Once again, if the answer to that question is yes, this is what we're here for. Help us help you. We're Sundown Sacks. Murder is never easy to commit, but when you use a sack, it helps out a little bit. It makes you a more charismatic killer. Your chances of getting caught decrease. You don't want to use a potato sack. Let's face it, they, they smell of spuds. You don't want to use an onion sack. They make you cry, and let's face it, if you look the way you do, you've probably already done your share of crying. Some people think pillow sacks work. Pillow sacks, number one, they're played out. Number two, they slip. Some of them are transparent. It's just not something you want to do. This is where sundown sacks come in handy. We operate solely online, sundownsacks.com, and we have the one-eye or two-eye version, whatever it takes. We are 100% burlap. Satisfaction is guaranteed. We can even move one eye up an inch, down an inch, or whatever you need, you know, depending on your deformity, for a small fee per inch. So, once again, help us help you. Sundown Sacks, sundownsacks.com. Sundown Sacks. Banana Laser and Sundown Sacks are not responsible for any crimes you may commit after your purchase. All right, fuckers, we're back, and we got another installment of Banana Lasers Horror Trivia Challenge, where Dave Z and Alex square off on some Friday the 13th trivia, and uh, the winner of this contest determines the next movie in our Rolling Through the 70s. They'll determine what movie we talk about for 1973 uh, review. Yeah, it seems to be fun. Let's go over the rules. Uh, we keep changing the rules to make it... Uh, 
you know, a better game. By the by, the time this is all over, it'll be the perfect game. But here we go. Uh, the game consists of five rounds. Each round has four questions, alternating between Dave and Alex. The topics of the questions are all going to be Friday Thirteenth. We're eliminating Nightmare on Elm Street from this altogether. Yeah. Fuck them. Yep, exactly. Fuck them. Each round, there's five rounds. Each round becomes increasingly difficult. As such, are worth more points. If you answer the question within 10 seconds, it's worth double the points. Here we go, guys. Are you guys ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Are you ready, Alex? Alex is not ready. Ready as I'll ever be. Dave, you won last time, so you get to go first this time. Cool. All right, Ryan. Right on. Cool. Here we go. Oh, my God. Okay, oh guys. Yep. Here we go. We're starting off with a tough one. Uh, this is worth 10 points or 5 points, depending on how you answer this. Dave, who was Jason's mother? Uh, uh, Pamela Voorhees. Woo! All right! All right! <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. That is incorrect. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst fucking question. I mean, at least it wasn't the last round, you know. <laughs> okay, so that is ten points. There we go. All right, starting off with a doozy. All right, Alex. Here we go. Here's your first question of round one. In Friday Thirteenth Five: A New Beginning, what was Reggie's nickname? Reggie the Reckless. Woo! That is correct. All right. Ten points. <laughs> All right. All Skinny right. dip. <laughs> All right, Dave. Uh, second question for round one. The weather can only typically... What? Oh, what weather can... What? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I am so oh, wasted right now. What weather can one typically <laughs> expect... In a Friday the 13th movie. Snow, snow. Rain, rain. Woo! Alright! Right. Ooh, I'm sorry, that is incorrect. Uh, I would accept Aren't rainy. They cloudy? <laughs> <laughs> rainy Smurf? You're, yeah. yeah. Rainy. Your options are snowy. Rainy, windy, or sunny, and no rain is not included in any of those. So, just get oh, ten points. I start to complain when there's no rain. Okay, thank you. I'm only happy when rain. Shrooms. Okay. Shrooms. All right, Alex. Here we go. Last question of round one. In Friday the 13th, who faked drowning? Ned. Woo! All right! Woo! All right! That is correct. Bing! You know All right! About that scene? Yeah. Skinny dip. He's skinny dip. Um, every time, like, when I first got into those Friday the 13th and stuff, I always smiled every time he grabbed Brenda and started making out with her. For some reason, I feel like I'm there in the moment and I always like laugh at that that's very important to know yeah <laughs> is, that, is that like something you 
uh, I had to share did that as a kid or uh, no, I was about 23, 24. <laughs> is that, is that, you did as an adult. Oh, like did that to girls? No, Fake but I, it's just like an amazingly great joke that never, I guess my point is that the joke never gets old to me. I think that's a great right. little part, you know, like a little yeah. nuance. Just like frog in a blender in part two. I always smirk, even though I know, that's, you know, it's the answer. Beethoven's last movement. <laughs> my favorite part is whenever uh is it kevin bacon belly flops in the fucking oh! lake to, every time All it's right. like <laughs> oh my god yeah well every, matt here's the thing i actually slow-moed that belly flop frame by frame so think of the physics here he jumps he dives in head first but somehow his his feet touch the water first and then his hands and then his stomach. <laughs> that must have what? stung like a bitch. Oh my wow. god! Huh. You watched that in slow mo, Alex? Or yep, what? I got, I got. Um, While masturbating, it's a, <laughs> it's in my computer, and I got the three frames that are in order, and it's his feet, oddly <gasps> enough, hands, and then body. Dude, okay. if we ever get to meet Kevin Bacon, <laughs> that's what we're gonna. Ask. What was it like when you belly flopped in Friday Thirteen? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, if we were putting this thing together, if we were deciding, you know, trivia questions for other people, I think we would ask much better questions. And don't you think we could yeah. say, hey, what's brown and sits on a piano? You know what I mean? Yeah. That should be like a round three question, but they would never have the balls to do that. Nope. Yeah, it's too bad. We should fucking come up with an alternative and have a banana laser version of the Friday the 13th trivia. Well, that's what we did on the art trivia show. We came up with all those questions by ourselves. That's so. right. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Let's do it again. Never Let's heard of that. Fight. Who's our trivia? Well, <laughs> I feel like if I keep mentioning the show, other show I'm on, then I'm going to sound like this guy keeps plugging his shit. So I'm trying to just now say our Huh. You guys Wait, you're talking there. about liking it, right? Guys, <laughs> <laughs> skeleton crew, go back to that show. Go back to the skeleton crew. Yeah, it's tell the number. Okay, mean. so at the end of round one, the boys are tied at 20 points. Good job, guys. That, those were some tough Yay. ones. Yeah, good job. Okay, so moving Jason's on. Mother. <laughs> uh, Alice. All right, so moving on to round two, where the questions are worth 10 points or 20 if you get them right off the bat. Okay, so who's up? Dave Z. Here we go. Oh, sweet. We got a corners report. Oh, Oh, shit. We didn't even get these the last game. Okay, this I was thinking that. I thought you took them out. Yeah. No, we just didn't get one. All right, guys. So what this is is I'm going to read Corner's Report from a character from Friday 13th. And the first person to guess it wins the points. Okay? So this is really a chance for Alex to kind of pull ahead here. Yeah. Um, All right. So, yes. And this question will be worth 20 points. So it will be worth the double points. Okay? All right. Here we go. The first person to yell out the correct answer wins the points. Okay? So at any point in time. This person was found next to a fuse box, apparently electrocuted. Chuck! Woo! All right! All right! That is correct. 
20 shot. points to Dave Z. There no you go. Loser, yeah, no exactly. Do you watch anything besides Friday 13th? Yeah, really. Who else got killed by a box? Electrical. Yeah. Chuck. <laughs> Except for that guy in Halloween fucking six. Exactly. Right? Why didn't you say him? Yeah, when his head exploded. <laughs> yeah, that asshole. Fucking right. I don't even know what his name was, but Chuck, I know. This Michael Myers bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> All right, so Alex, here's your question for round two. Ten measly points. Where did the climactic showdown of Friday the 13th, part five, a new beginning, take place? Uh, The barn. That is correct. All right. 20 points. Okay. All right. Dave Z, here we go. In Friday the 13th, part two, what happened to the wheelchair-bound Mark? (laughs) (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. After Jason whacked him in the face with a machete. He rolled down the stairs. Word for word, that is the correct answer. Oh. 20 points. That's great. All right. Rolling through the 70s. Here we go. Pass the, pass the mushrooms. Alex, last question of round two. In Friday the 13th, part eight, Jason takes Manhattan. What reanimated Jason? Oh. Well, uh, they dropped the anchor and it hit a wire and it electrocuted him. That is correct. Electricity. 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 All right. At the end of round two, the boys are tied with 40 points. You guys are doing great. Let's see if we can fuck this up in round three. Okay, round three. Uh, the questions are worth 15 points, 30 uh, if answered within 10 seconds. Here we go, Dave Z. In Jason Goes to Hell, the final Friday, where was Jason's mutilated corpse taken? Oh, the more. The- I will accept that answer as the correct answer. It, it gives like a, yeah, it gives like a city and a state, but yeah, the morgue is the correct answer. It says it says federal morgue, Youngstown, Ohio. Like who the fuck knows that shit besides Adam Marcus? All right, Alex. <laughs> Round three. Alex, here's your question, sir. Who played Jenny in Friday the 13th, Part 2? Amy Steele, bitch. Woo! All right! 20 points, easy. All right, so moving on. Dave Z. Yeah. Oh, oh your favorite. In, oh, fuck. In Jason X, <sighs> who prevented Uber Jason from reaching the Taya map? Tie a mat? Whoa. 
I don't know what Wait that is. Tiamat? Tiamat? T-I-A-M-A-T. T-I-A-M-A-T. Let me read that one more time. And Jason X, who prevented Uber Jason from reaching the Tiamat? Uh, what the fuck? I don't know what the Tiamat is. Fucking uh, KM. I don't know. It's going to be wrong. I, I hope he's think. not right. That is incorrect. Okay, so your choices are A, KM14, B, Rowan, C, Adrian, or D, Brodsky. I'll say fucking Brodsky. Yeah, that's what I would say. Woo! That is correct. All right, Alex, this is your chance to pull ahead, sir. Ooh, another Jason X question. Awesome. (laughs) What planet did Jason land on at the end of Jason X? That's easy. (laughs) Oh, shit. I don't know. (laughs) Shut up. They were on... They left Earth and went to Earth 2? I'm going to say Earth 2. That is correct. All right. Did you really not know, or are we just playing it up? No, I... I thought Earth Two was that thing that cr- that blew up in the middle of the space. That Shit. that station they were at. <laughs> like I don't know. I get yeah. I guess I guess my mind just needed to walk that through. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. All right. So at the end of round three, Dave Z has eighty five points and Alex Edwards has one hundred. All right. Oh boy. So now oh it's getting boy. really juicy. Really juicy. Okay, so let's start round four. The questions are worth 20 points or 40 points if answered within 10 seconds. Dave Z, here we go. Boom, we got another corners report. Oh, shit. All right, this is it. There it's we always go. on me. Fuck. <laughs> Gosh darn it. Now I'm going to get my mind in gear. <clears throat> All right. So this is for the both of you. The first person to chime in with the uh, correct victim's name wins 40 points. Okay? Here we go. Victim was found face up at the edge of Crystal Lake. Sheriff sure cares. Hi- in the Higgins Haven area. Cause of death? Vera, Vera. What? I said it first. I, I said, said it first. first. I said it first. I think that was a tie. I'm gonna call oh. that a tie. It was, it was way too close for me to tell. Oh. Let me do another one. All right, on to the next one. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, that man. was really real. Okay, here we I go. I swear his A was after my A. <laughs> okay, here we go. Victim had his throat slit, possibly with a large machete. Kelly. While trapped, hanging upside down. A Scott. Woo! All right. Woo! All right. That is correct. Yes! Oh, that was good. Boom. And Alex pulling ahead. 40 Shetty points for up. Alex. Bye-bye, Dave Z. Good call, buddy. It's not too late, Dave. You, you, he, could get, he could get, like, what's the license plate question in the last yeah, round. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. But I can't it's steal it. That's, that's the problem. Big yeah. trouble. There could be more coroner's reports. Yeah, maybe. All right, so Alex... First question of round four for you. Uh, who was the first person to die in Friday Thirteenth Part Seven: A New Blood? Um, Tina's dad, Mister. Uh, I have to say his name, like Mister. 
Uh, I need a name. You do? Really? Uh, Shepherd. Shepherd or something. Mr. Shepherd. That is incorrect. Really? What yeah. the fuck am I? Isn't the little girl make the dad drown or something? Yeah. Are you talking about like the fucking was that, flashbacks? Was that the first scene? I mean, I'm just reading the card. <laughs> Dude, that that's not legit. You can't have me answer a flashback question. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I don't even know who it, who it is, so I can't even attest. But here, let me give you your choices. Is uh, it A. Michael, B. Jane, C. Eddie, or D. David? What? I don't know. A. Uh, Michael, B. Jane, C. Eddie, D. David. Is there like an E? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. See, Dave, this is how it could all flip, man. Um, fuck. Do you know this answer, Dave? Nope. I wonder if we're talking about like opening scene montage shit. Because I really think the dad was drowned on the dock. I don't remember anyone dying before that. Maybe I'm wrong though. Yeah, I don't remember either. Okay, so I'll do a flashback. Um. There's a legend around here about a killer bear not dead. He something something. It's like I'm watching a movie. Yeah. Right? Man, you could do the voice really well. There's a you know legend who? around here. <laughs> you know who that voice is? Walt uh, Gorney. Crazy Ralph? Yeah, yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah, it's yeah, cool. That's great. Yeah. See, now that's a trivia question. Exactly. Well, that is a trivia question. Yeah, right. Correct. Maybe it'll be my next one. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I know I'm wasting a lot of time here. Shit. Uh, just, just give me the names again. I'll pick one. A. Michael. B. Jane. C. Eddie. D. David. Michael. That is incorrect. Shit. It was B. Jane, and I need some confirmation on that one. I wish we had some judges here to go to. Jesus. Yeah. I wish you could just turn around and watch part seven right now and see what that is. That's okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm all right. Uh, <laughs> all right. I'll take your word for it. I was just trying to be, be nice, you know. No, I'm, I'm just trying to say it's not that good of a movie. Yeah, I know you are. <laughs> uh, all right, so Dave Z, here we go. In Friday Thirteenth Part Six, Jason lives. Who did Sissy say was the ace of spades in the card game Camp Blood? Jason. That is correct. It's easy. All right. All right, 40 points to Dave. Shit. All right, back to Alex for the final question of the round. In Friday 13th Part 6, Jason Lives, where did Jason catch up with Steve and Annette? Who were they? Exactly. Uh, I'm going to say a nut. Shit. At a picnic? Were they the picnickers? That is correct. Cool. So, 40 points. Uh, so, at the end of round four, let me take a second to tally these up. Alex has 180. And Dave has 125. What? Yes, sir. Oh, fuck, I thought I was only one question behind that. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Well, um, you only... Because <clears throat> he missed one last time, and I got one when he missed one. So I thought I was just one question behind now. But I guess not. 
Yes, but he also got the coroner's report, which he stole those points from stole you. Stole from you. Yeah, you didn't get yeah. nothing. Uh, right. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. That's like you missing a question. Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah, one eighty to one twenty-five. As we go into the final round, where the questions are completely ludicrous. So here we go. They're worth 25 points, potentially 50 points if answered within 10 seconds. Okay, so Dave Z, here's your question. First question. In Friday 13th, Part 4, the final chapter, what was Tommy Jarvis's favorite video game? Zaxxon. That is correct. 50 points, Zaxxon. Is that a real game? Yep. Oh, man, Jesus Christ. Okay, Alex, here you go. In Friday 13th... Jesus. In Friday 13th, who played Crazy Ralph? (laughs) Un-fucking-believe. I would have not known his name unless you guys reminded me earlier, so... That's awesome, thank you. Walt Gorney. That is correct. <laughs> what the fuck? What are the chances? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay, Dave. Meant to pick that move. Last question of the game for Dave Z. Here we go. From which town did the fire company arrive at the end of Friday 13th, Part 7, A New Blood? You would have lost anyway, Dave. Yeah, just go to multiple choice. Multiple choice. Is it A, Crystal Lake, B, Sebastian, C, Stockton, or D, Pekinek? It's C, Stockton. That is correct. Very good. So that is 25 points. All right, Alex. Good game, Alex. Hey, let's, let's go ahead and play through. I was hoping to get a coroner's report, but no. Alex, final question. In Friday 13th, Part 3, what got caught in the wooden bridge? What? Uh, her wheel. Woo! All right! All right! That is correct. Chris's van's wheel. Correct. 50 points. Okay, so... At the end of the game, Alex wins. He's victorious with 280... Dave, Dave loses with a very well 200. So there you go. Can't wait to see the list. Right? <laughs> so Alex is going to pick the 1973 movie uh, for our rolling through the 70s. So it's going to be some fucking stupid <laughs> Frankenstein versus this giant spider movie or something. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> it just better have a comet in it that resurrects something. That's all I gotta say. All right. <laughs> this is Mr. Skin from MrSkin.com with all the skinfo from the latest movies. Nude in theaters, Rose Leslie is bearing her blooms in Honeymoon. She's best known as the wilding egret from Game of Thrones, but she turns this thriller into a game of moans by stripping down for a shower scene. This rose will make you feel a prick. This is the Mr. Skin Minute. 
noon on Showtime, Aaron Cummings went topless on the latest episode of Masters of Sex. As a high-priced call girl, Aaron bared her phenomenal fun bags for an impotent nerd. Miss Cummings will turn you into Mr. Cummings. Nude on Blu-ray, it's the 15th anniversary of Oliver Stone's football flick, Any Given Sunday. An hour and 11 minutes in, showgirl star Elizabeth Berkley bears her quarter rack during a post-poke chat with Al Pacino. Elizabeth will turn your nickel package into a dime package. MrSkin.com. Fast forwarding to the good parts. All right, lasers, we are back, and we're rolling through the 70s. 1972, it keeps going. Uh, this time we got the Bob Clark film entitled Death Dream. Or as I'm looking at the poster, it says Dead of Night. So take your pick. I like them both. Yeah, uh, I think they retitled it. Because when you watch the movie, it says Dead of Night. Why they retitled it as a Death Dream, I have no fucking idea. Yeah, and and the the main character comes home during the Dead of Night. That's kind of where I assumed that they uh-huh. did it. He's not really dreaming the whole time, so I don't I don't get that. This is the Dave Z picked movie, and uh, it's a, it's kind of a lost classic, I guess you could say. Bob Clark, we've talked about him before. He, um, I believe, a couple years after this, he directed Black Christmas, which is a famed uh, film by all of us, I believe. Uh, he's done some other stuff. Uh, Children shouldn't play with dead things. He did a Christmas uh, story and stuff like that. So lots of weird, different movies. This guy has done pretty porkies. And Porky's, yeah, Porky's, yeah, crazy. Yeah, but, it is crazy. Uh, so the uh, the the summary of the plot is uh, a soldier gets killed in Canada. I, I mean, I mean Vietnam. Uh, <laughs> he, gets, he gets shot down by a sniper in in one of the the most crappily looking sets for Vietnam I've ever seen. <laughs> but that has nothing to do with the plot. Uh, uh, and then he comes home to his uh, Midwestern family, and, but he's a changed man, you know, like most veterans are. But uh, him more so. He's uh, he's completely different, and apparently he's also a murderer too in some aspect. He's kind of like a zombie, and he's he essentially is murdering people too. So that's the main crux of this entire film. I mean, let's talk about this beginning, this opening scene. <laughs> I mean, first of all, there's like, uh, it, it struck me right off the bat. It's like, you only see like two guys running through the jungle, quote unquote. It's it's like maple wood trees that you would see uh, here in Missouri or something like that. <laughs> like, this is not Vietnam. <laughs> but, a fucking palm tree. Yeah, know? but hey, it's you know it's a low budget movie, so what can you do? This, I think most of the money went into the scene too because they got fucking pyrotechnics and shit like that. There's a little bit of shit blowing up, but yeah, he a guy gets shot. You can't see who the fuck it is, and then you hear, I believe it's his mother talking to him or some weird shit like that about how he needs to come home and stuff like that. Flash to his family. And we see how they all interact with each other. And I don't know about you guys, but th- these actors playing his father, his mother, and his sister were just uh, not good to me. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to be so negative about this movie, but... And, and they weren't even not good in like a, a Dracula versus Frankenstein kind of way. Uh, it, it it was tough to get. I'm gonna lay it all out, guys. I it was hard for me to watch this movie. <laughs> I, 
I watched 30 minutes of it and turned it off. It was like, well, I'll watch that at some other point. I'll I'll come back to it. Am I taking a 30-minute shit pretty soon? Because this would be great on my phone. Uh, It was rough. It was a little rough. I mean, the, the idea is interesting. I think it's a pretty good idea. I just think that the execution left a lot to be desired. Uh, so <laughs> I love the father, I gotta tell you. I fucking love that yeah. dude. John Marley? Absolutely. That dude you know who that guy is? He's no. fucking Oh, well if you if you're a fan of The Godfather, he's um he's Jack Wolf from The Godfather. He oh, fucking plays a very told memorable me that. Yeah, and as he soon as he looked like Farmer Vincent from Motel. Yeah, he does <laughs> He does look a little like Farmer Vincent, but when he yells uh, it, it took me the first time to watch it. I was like a little bit through. Later on, he's yelling and he's getting all pissed off because they're arguing and shit. And he's and uh, right then and there, I'm like, oh my god, that's fucking Waltz from The Godfather. Because in The Godfather, he fucking in, in the parts he's in, he gets mad and he fucking yells, you know. Hmm. And uh, I just love the guy's voice and I love his. I, I actually gotta say, I, I enjoy the hell out of his fucking delivery of lines. I think he carries the movie. I fucking love that dude. John he's, Marley. he's definitely the best actor of the film. I would probably say that, but that doesn't—that's well, not saying much. <laughs> the girls, well, yeah, well, the girls don't say much, and well, the mother's kind of a little bit over the top, but not as ridiculous as like say fucking sleepaway camp or troll too bad. Not like that. No, she's you just mean entertainingly bad. No, she's just bad. <laughs> she's just you know whatever. It's like watching an episode of fucking the Brady Bunch. Dude, or the fucking log out acts her. I have to go out. <laughs> The fucking dog, Butch. <laughs> Butch. The dog was more I believable. Love that damn dog. That dog was great. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought I thought he was great as fucking in that role, Marley. He he entertains me. He has a lot of lines in this movie that just had me rolling. Honestly, I just I just like his delivery. Maybe because I've watched him so many times in The Godfather, and I fucking I could quote that fucking dude's lines all day. Fucking Jack Waltz. He's great in that movie. So I guess maybe I'm just attached to him because of that movie, but he... Uh... He does have some good lines in this movie. I will give you that. When he's drunk later in the movie... Oh, uh... he's great. I brought Doc Allman over to see Andy. Good evening, Christine. Hi, Doc. Catherine, I hope I'm not intruding. What do you want, Doc? Mother. I asked Doc to come over. We're going to see Andy. Andy is resting. Yeah, I'll bet he is. I just want to say hello to him, Christine. Charlie says he's not feeling too well. You don't pay any attention to her, Doc. This is my house. Yes. Uh, and he's grieving over the fact that his son is clearly changed and, and he murders murdered his dog or whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and he's like telling off his daughter and shit. <laughs> that shit is oh, pretty yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah. Get, get a life! what about the the horrendous acting of the fucking supporting cast like the guy with the fake stutter like you 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 okay i'll do that for you sure oh the cook yeah yeah oh god and then you got this fucking guy trying to act drunk like we're just so which part of the army is he on is he on your side or is he on the other side uh, you he's know, on our side, asshole. That was funny. Up, that, that's what I thought a drunk person right. was like, and so I didn't understand until I became an adult <laughs> drunk person, and I realized, oh, that's 
that's not what drunk people are like at all. You know? That's a cartoon. That's a dr- these people are living cartoons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but that's like bum. That guy's kind of like a bum drunk. You know, you see, you see that shit in lots of movies where a guy's like a street person and he mm-hmm. talks that way. I can yeah. see that. He just seemed to me like an old bum. You know. I'll tell you one thing. It's the last Halloween for that lousy factory. <laughs> <laughs> last Halloween. Last Halloween. <laughs> Fuck you. Right? You so, hear that, Cochran? <laughs> now that's a realistic drunk right there. Yeah. <laughs> but I love Jack Waltz. Oh, I love the actor because I fucking love him in The Godfather. He was beautiful. The greatest piece of ass I ever had. And I had him all over the world. Oh, he's great. I can fucking do this guy's lines all day. He cracks me up. And later on when he's mad, he's like, this is my house. He says, he's like, ignore the woman. Oh, that's fucking... right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and they're going at it. I love that part. The doctor yeah. comes over to, to inspect him and everything. And, you know, he's all broken up because of the dog and he's fucking hammered. And then the lady says, oh, well, you know, he's in his room upstairs. He's upset. And he's like, he goes, yeah, I bet he is. <laughs> you know, I love the beginning when this asshole walks in the house and he's just standing there in the middle of the night. Everyone's talking. He's not answering. And then they're like, uh, yeah, they're like, it must have been pretty rough over there, huh? And he's like, over where? And yet he knows he died. Like, you forgot where you were, but you remember you died? Like, I don't even know how that could even happen. Like, I, in any psychological dismemberment or whatever, you would definitely remember where you were last. Just like we talked about in that um, Inside uh, review, how when the cop kind of came to his senses, he just went back to the last thing he was doing, which mm-hmm. was fixing the light. Like, you remember that. You you wouldn't remember you died. <laughs> it doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense. Like, right there, I'm just like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. So much doesn't make sense with the main character. His name is Andy. We see him die in the beginning. Then he comes home. Somehow, I guess he took a plane or something. And uh, <laughs> No, he hitchhiked. That's how he got yeah, home. Yeah, from Vietnam. Right. And here's the other thing. What the fuck happened to his body in Vietnam? Like, where, what, at what point did he die and then somehow come home. Like, what happened? What's the transition here? You're right. Because well, he no. was declared dead. Right, right, by them. Right, and by them. now, right. he somehow, you know, to jump to the end, he somehow figured out that, like a vampire, to if he ingests blood, other people's blood into him, then his skin, like, regenerates and he can live. But how, how did he, he figure that? that out? And... And why would he even want to do that? Because what his is mother? This? What? It's like his mother because it all goes back to that part and the kind of flashback to it. The very beginning when 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 the kid dies, mm-hmm. you hear this voice and it's his mother's voice and she right. says, "Andy, you can't die, Andy. You promised." Okay. Now we see that in the beginning. It introduces the film. Later on, when they get word from the guy, uh, whoever it is from the army or whatever, that comes to the door and says, hey, Andy's dead. You know, and they give, they give them the bad news. And then, you know, they say, sorry, Charlie. Do you think that was a joke, by the way, that they said, sorry, Charlie? <laughs> I think people just said that back then. No. You... <laughs> oh, well, well... <laughs> I think we joke about that now. <laughs> well, the guy's name is Charlie, so it, it fits sorry, in. Sorry, Charlie. Do you think he said sorry, Charlie, because of those commercials, those fucking sunkiest tuna commercials? Yeah, probably. Yeah. You know, I think they did it as a little gay. Mm-hmm. But anyway, right after the sorry, Charlie scene and the bad news, 
you know, they go to bed or whatever. And the guy gets up or he's about to go to bed and you see the woman, the mother, you know, because she's obsessed with the fucking kid. All she is is talking about him at dinner and everything else. She's in trying to make him a mama's boy. But you see her rocking in the chair holding a candle. And she's saying the same lines exactly that we see at the beginning of the movie. Andy, you can't die, Andy. You promised. So it's Oh, some my God. Type... It's just like fucking Pamela Voorhees who brings Jason back. <laughs> it's some type of... <laughs> no, you know what it's like? This it's is exactly... This is an episode of Tales from the Dark Side, that old TV show from the 80s. This right. is that expanded. That This is exactly the level of writing we're at and that they just made a movie out of it. Like, See, I, I would it, accept and, all this in a TV show. Right, that's like, what I'm hey, saying. True. Yeah, right. but in a full-length movie, it's like you have the time to f- give me answers and right. flesh all this out, but they just ne- they don't. There's no answer to this. How mm-hmm. It's just it's a TV show plot. That's what this is. You're right. This could. This was 1972. This very well, if it was trimmed a little bit shorter, could have been an episode of um, Rod Serling's Night Gallery or something. I could buy that. It's perfect for Tales from the Dark Side. Like, if you know that show, I have all yeah, the seasons on DVD. It is fucking perfect. And that's what this really is. Right? Yeah. It's weird. So, yeah. So, the son comes back home. He's, like, canatonic. I mean, he talks to everyone, but he's emotionless. He doesn't eat food. He just goes up to his room and sits in this rocking chair. And meanwhile, the whole family is being like torn apart because they don't understand. Obviously, something's wrong with them, but they they can't figure it out. Uh, there there was a <laughs> word from word from uh, uh, the police that a trucker got his throat slit on the way in. Apparently, he was carrying a soldier. Well, they're slowly starting to piece it together that their son Andy did it. Now, in that scene at the beginning was pretty cool. I got excited because it had a little bit of POV uh, that Clark also went to use in Black Christmas at the beginning of that. Yeah, and, yeah I really enjoyed that. I kind of got excited because it made me think of Black Christmas. But then, you know, that's, that, that <laughs> thought suddenly of a good went movie. away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he <laughs> said that went away really fast. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> How about that laughter, though? That that thing was ridiculous. At, uh, after the when he first does come home, oh, after yeah. that, like Alex said, and then he says, "Well, we got." And his mother's like, "Can you believe that we got a report today, or so and so? They said you were dead." And then he looks at them, fucking stone faced, and just says, "I was." Andy, look, I'm not going to dwell on this, but <laughs> do you know that they sent us a telegram tonight? I mean, they actually sent us a telegram telling us that you were killed. They actually said that my son was dead. I was. And then there's just silence yeah, for like what 30 can you seconds, do? right? And, and then, then he, he just slowly, smile. yeah, he slowly cracks a smile, and then they all erupt into laughter. But it's like forced laughter, and, and for it's forty-five fucking, seconds. Yeah, it's so cheesy. They're like, oh, 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 oh
<laughs> Could you imagine laughing about something like that? <laughs> if we keep laughing, everything's okay. <laughs> Somebody break the tension here. Yeah, exactly. That just, yeah, that was just trippy to me. I was like, what the fuck? Wow. Bed of Night. The story of one night in a small town that changed the lives of many and ended the lives of some. He's home. Andy! I didn't know Andy was home. Is that Andy? Joanne doesn't even know he's home yet. She'll be so surprised. But Andy wouldn't kill anybody? The story progresses. The uh, fucking, It does? Uh, and one of the... Well, let's... I'm, I'm trying to move it along. Okay, how about saying time goes by and <laughs> it, it 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 moves to one of the best scenes in the movie, and we kind of already alluded to it, where Andy kills the fucking dog. It's great. <laughs> the mother is trying to incorporate Andy, her son, back into society. She has all these kids come over, or the dad has all these kids come over, or something like that, and they're talking to him and shit and. <laughs> The kids are all talking and this and that, and they were, you know, doing their shit. And then one kid said, I'm going to be a brown belt by next fucking summer or something. And anyway, I guess apparently they must have all played with Andy prior to this. And, you know, he was a different person, of course. So the kids come by, and they're talking about this and that, and they kind of bicker each other. Oh, yeah, well, you know, the, the he goes, I'm going to be a brown belt by next year or by the time I'm 15. And the kid goes, like, no, he goes, well, he goes, you're going to be a brown nose, he tells him. You know, so. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Yeah, they're just fucking around. They're just kids, you know. So anyway, he's like, hey, yeah, let me show you my moves. And he made a move like he was going to strike. And he kind of like came after. As Andy's sitting there in his lawn chair, he kind of, you know, executes a, a quick karate chop. And then Andy takes it all seriously because he's fucked up. Stands up and just like, you know, fucking grabs his arm and like stands up and he's like forcing him down. Then all of a sudden the dog sees this. <laughs> And he starts going crazy because he knows mm-hmm. this is wrong. You know, Andy, how come you ain't in your uniform? Come on, dumb dummies out now. Hey, Andy, you see a lot of action over there? Kill any guys? Remember me, Andy, Freddie Anderson? I grew two inches since the last time I saw you. You know karate, Andy? They teach you karate? I'm learning it. Yeah, sure. You know, my dad got a purple heart in Korea. Yeah, to go along with his yellow streak. You're full of it. I'm going to be a brown belt before I'm 15. You're going to be a brown nose, too. <laughs> fucking aisles when this happens. He fucking turns around, grabs the dog with one fucking hand, holds him up and just strangles him in front of all these kids. Strangles him to fucking death and throws him on the ground. And the kids are just all fucking, you know, obviously shocked and stammering. And, oh, God. The classic kid reaction faces. Right. <laughs> like you see fucking everything. No. It's, it cracked me the fuck up. I that scene like it, will yeah. make me laugh every time I see it. Mm-hmm. It's just ridiculous. He's holding up a dog with one hand fucking just strangling it. You know, you talking and remin- I can't believe I watched this movie. I re- like, I can't believe I've seen this. <laughs> like, it's just amazing to me. 
I this wanted to watch this movie here. years ago. It came up on Netflix or something like that. I'm like, Death Dream in the 70s. Yeah, sounds cool. I'll check it out. Never did check it out. If I had, probably, I probably would have vetoed Dave's <laughs> Yeah, I don't care what the fuck you got right in those questions. You don't pick. Yeah, I decide <laughs> who wins. I decide. It was a fucking... I have a fun time with it, though. It's, it's a very um, unique story. Oh, it's a good story. Yeah, like I said, it's just the execution. It just leaves so much. I think you could take the, you know, I like the uh, correlations between, you know, when the guys come home from Vietnam, they're a changed person, you know, and and that makes sense. And even whenever he, uh, so later in the movie, he kills uh, this doctor who pieces it together. And we see for the first time, we see him with a syringe take the blood out of the doctor and inject it into himself. Well, when he does this, he fucking, his head tilts back and his eyes roll. It's like he's a fucking junkie. Yeah, like and, he just got done yes. 90 mil. Okay. And a, lot, <laughs> and a lot of guys went to Vietnam and ended up getting hooked on serious drugs like this. So that's kind of a, you know, a serious statement to make in this movie. And I liked all that. But beyond that, it just nothing else in this movie grabbed me, unfortunately. Yeah, but let's not gloss over the idea that we are – and they, they told us this happened, so this is more outlandish. When he killed the truck driver, supposedly he took his blood with a, a syringe. Both victims had holes in their veins. Right. Where the fuck – did he get a syringe? How do you even know? That was like his first night as a zombie. I, I, I don't even understand any of this. Even if you're, if this was true, it would be the most barbaric. You'd start off with the most barbaric <laughs> shit. You just, you'd probably cut them and put it in a cup and drink mm-hmm. it. To think that this guy had a whole thing worked out already, like the fucking girl from Saw in Part Three, like this whole kit that she has to do shit. <laughs> like this guy had everything set up instantly. It's just like amazing that. This is this was made. I just can't even believe this movie is is real. Wow, I I never thought of it that way. It just seems like it's it's supernatural, and you just go with it. It's just like he he just, just instinctively knows now that he's a a reanimated dead person <laughs> that he has to. Do I don't shit. know. I never thought about it that deeply. I just figured it's supernatural that he's even back, and then we see what happens eventually at the end. But it just seems to me like his mother's his mother's fucking obsession or love or whatever the fuck. It's just almost like a Twilight Zone episode. There's no explanation. It's just something that happens that's out of the you know unexplained and you know unexpected. And, yeah, and you know? never yeah never really explained it, anything. It just is. It, it is what it is. It's yeah. a supernatural thing. He comes back. And he 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 can only survive by taking blood from someone else. It's not explained how or why. And then you know, eventually at the end, it's the end. No matter what he does, he, he it was like he was only meant to come back for a short time to kind of make his mom happy. Yes, yes, to ease the loss with his mother. Yeah, ease, ease her into the idea. But yeah, here's it's like a, a Twilight Zone type of idea to me. No, it is. And here's yeah. it doesn't make sense though because. He kills the truck driver, and it looks like seemingly days that nothing happens, and he's perfectly fine. And then he kills the doctor, and within one day, he's deteriorating. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, like, what the fuck is that? Like, it's not even consistent. It's all about they just wanted to tell a a story and progress it, and it didn't even make any real sense. There should have been a kill between the truck driver and the doctor. He it just, to, yeah, he has to ingest true. blood every day at that rate. Right. Yeah, at that rate, yeah. 
I agree, but I think he was just only given so much time. It was just he was only allowed to stay around for a short time, and towards the end, he was going to deteriorate regardless. It was it was only a, meant to be a part time thing. He was just going to go home because his mother, you know, casted some type of fucking witchery on it, uh, unbeknownst to her probably. Just like a, it's like a Twilight Zone thing. It just happens. Yeah. She wished him home so bad that he came home and he was only given a short it's amount a of time. It's a big giant wish. It's a big giant wish. It's a wish. <laughs> It's the exactly. biggest grand wish in the world. Precisely. What was that exactly. fucking boxer's yeah, name? The Twilight Zone, right? Oh, what's the, the boxer's name? Uh, Fuck. But it was, I, a, it was funny too because the kid kept yeah. saying it. Oh, the yes. big tall wish. I gotta look it the up. The big tall wish is the, the episode, right? Right. But still, it just seems like he just came home for a short time. He was only given so much time, even towards the end, because he just had fed. After he kills the ex-girlfriend, he he goes home. And the father comes back from the police station, and he turns around. And he wants to shoot him with the gun, and there he is in that chair. He he's already deteriorating. So it's like he had to feed more and more because he was only given so much time. That's just what I get from it. That it didn't matter at the end. He was just given a little bit of time to come home to help his his mother with the grieving process. Please, Bowley. Please, Bowley. <laughs> Please, is that, the, is that the name, Bowley? Yeah, it is Bowley. You're right. Yep. <laughs> Please win, Bowley. Hey, how about that fucking kid? I wanted to ask you guys this. That, not the kid. I'm thinking about fucking Twilight Zone. That the guy, <laughs> the, the 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 truck driver comes into that diner, and they all know him, and he's a regular, and he buys a pack of cigarettes. What the fuck diner sells cigarettes behind the counter <laughs> for truckers? Usually you know, seventy seventy two <laughs> different time. Yeah. Usually just, they had those machines. You pull right. the little thing, and it Light. falls out of the bottom at that point. But maybe yeah. that was the eighties, though. I don't know. It definitely was in the 80s. may have been the 70s. It just struck me as odd that he's like, hey, what do you want? I'll have a cup of coffee and a pack of cigarettes. I'm like, really? Uh, let me take a penthouse and uh, <laughs> a box of uh, tissues and uh, some uh, – you got some any speed back there because I'm a trucker. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I'll no take food. a couple of those DVDs that cost a dollar and only play once. I'll take those. And, and, yeah, and uh, I'll take the DVD that uh, is free because it's a children's movie. <laughs> Dave C I just walk out with it <laughs> it's free right yeah I'll bring it back don't worry I gotta tell you though I really like the the the. see this I, I guess I, I've seen it like I said I saw it once twice and then I watch it twice for the show so I've seen the movie four times now so I guess I'm looking at it differently than you guys because I've watched it you know more times obviously I do and, like the angle with the mother I, I didn't gra- really grasp that at all. Oh yeah, right? I, I, I like her like obsession that. with the kid, mm-hmm. and I like the father's dismay with the kid when he comes back because he can't understand why he's acting this way, and how the father loves the dog, and then, and then after <laughs> he kills the dog, how the father goes off the deep end. But at the very end, he still protects his son. He goes to the police station and says, "I know you're looking for the person that killed the hitchhiker." He goes, "The doctor said he thinks he was coming from." He kind of tries to misdirect the cops and give them false information. But at the very end, he's like, "I gotta be the one that's gonna take my kid out." So he goes home. With his intention is to shoot him. Eventually, the poor bastard sees what happens and ends up killing himself. Why would he but do that? I why? Because he was why... so depressed. What do you mean? With his son, what what became of his son? And he has a bad relationship with his wife. He, he's all about this, you know, he wants to 
his son is like a mama's boy. He's like he tells her at one point. He's like he ran away to the army because you were turning him into a mama's boy. And then he comes back in this catatonic state, and he's like, I didn't come back that way. I was in World War Two. I didn't act that way. What's the matter with him? This is your fault. You know, he's bickering with his family. He doesn't really seem to care as much about his daughter as he does his son. And he loves that dog. He's like, this is the, this is the greatest dog I ever had. And, you know, he's really heartbroken when Andy kills the dog because that's like a combination of two things. The fact that he's lost his son and now he's lost the dog. It's just, it sends him over the edge. So I like, you know, the relationships and what it says about them, the, the mother to the son and, and the father with them. It just, I don't know. I guess I see it a different way than you guys do. I, I admit the acting isn't top notch. I like I like how Waltz carries the movie, to, in my opinion, but it's an interesting story, to yeah. me, to me anyway. It's out of the ordinary, that's for sure. The boy went away to fight a war. The man came back. But something came with him. Something unspeakable. Hello, Joanne. Hello. Hi, Andy. How's everything? Everything's fine, Bob. Let's go. Have a good time. Can we talk a little bit about this double date that they go on? Because uh, <laughs> apparently there's this girl that Andy left behind, and Andy's sister and, and her uh, fuck buddy want to you know reintroduce them and stuff like that, so she sets up this double date. And uh, Andy, I guess, eventually agrees, but... When he comes down the stairs to meet her, <laughs> his, his skin is fucking starting to t- deteriorate, even though he's uh, had a blood, hot blood injection, injection the night before. HBI. He, he comes down with these fucking, like, driver's Shit. gloves, a turtleneck, <laughs> fucking chains on. I was dying, like, there's clearly something wrong with this guy, and you want to go out with him. Okay. Yeah, right. But I know, isn't that He's ridiculous? A changed man, yeah, definitely. It was, it and then, was looted, and he never took him off the entire time. It's crazy. Even it was middle of the night watching the drive-through <laughs> movies. Sunglasses, sunglasses. Hey, uh, do you really need those driver's gloves on? I mean, you're sitting in the back seat. Yes, I need them. I mean, that's not a line, but <laughs> it's <laughs> it's not too far from it, though. You know, it's just the way that movie was. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's funny that, that she actually. <laughs> I, I mean, I thought it, was, it fit right in with the rest of it. <laughs> oh man! But and then they go to the drive-through or drive-in, and uh, I forget the names of the movies now. But one's like Dead in Space or something. One's like Space something. Sackhead in Space. <laughs> <laughs> but we're about I don't know. We're about seventy minutes into this movie at that point, and I saw that, and I was like. I wish I was watching Dead in Space right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, that's yeah. funny. I do like the way that kid gets killed, though. That's an, that's an inventive kill. Killed with the fucking cord from the... Strangled with the cord from the thing that, back in the 70s, the old school driving... Oh, from the, the box? I didn't even get speaker that. Okay. Box. Yeah, he ripped the speaker box off the fucking thing that, you know, the old school things, and he fucking strangled them with the cord from it. <laughs> I did how like how Andy looked at the drive-in once, you know, the final reveal of his eyes and how his face was kind of deteriorating and stuff like that. Yeah, that was cool. It, it was a creepy look, yeah. I did like that. 
But by then, you know, I was already checked out. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, man, I, I'll give you that. The, the last third, I can see that. But by the time you get through the first, you know, like two thirds of the movie, after the drive-in situation happens, it, it moves kind of slow, and it's, you know, I can see being disinterested in it. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I still like the um, the characters. Honestly, I, I like the relationships and what was going on. I I like the ideas behind it, and you telling me your take on it, Dave, makes me like that whole idea behind it. But, yeah, seeing this, it just wasn't that fun. There's elements that I could enjoy, you know, like the look of them at the end and stuff like that. And when the kid gets run over, when he runs over. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he keeps swirling around underneath the car. Yeah, I kind of like that, you know, and stuff like that. But um, So, yeah, he kills his, you know, to be girlfriend or was girlfriend or whatever and drives off he runs over this kid uh, <clears throat> goes back home his dad ends up killing himself the cops end up you know coming and chasing him his mom escapes with him and now let me ask you let me interrupt yeah. quick mm-hmm. why the fuck <laughs> why the fuck unless i missed something i never understood this when the cops come after that happens, and obviously Andy must have told the mother, let's get the fuck out of here, and then the cops pull up and they're getting in the car, they take a few shots at Andy, he takes the shots like a champ because obviously he's already dead, and um, they chase him, they give him chase. Why the fuck is the trunk on fire in the in the mother's car? <laughs> yeah, why? You guys know? Okay, is, thank you. Is Not it the me. gunshot theory, like fucking, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> God damn it. What is that movie? Last Action Hero? Like when they, you just shoot a car and it blows up? Like you just shoot a car and it catches on fire? Kind of thing. <laughs> well, I don't know, but okay. So I didn't miss something. I didn't blink and fucking... All right. All right. So it makes no sense. I think, it, I think because it looked cool. Anytime you're in a movie and something's on fire, it's cool. You know? So it's like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Aha. Uh-huh. Well, there's an alternate cool. ending, and I'll get to that after we wrap it up. But that... that more happens because that car's on fire. And I wish they would have stuck with the alternate ending. I don't know why they changed it. but There's an alternate ending? <laughs> yeah, there is. And okay, it, it, so it, 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 let's get to it. So Andy directs his mother to drive to this graveyard, okay? And they crash in, and they go to this um, grave that appears to be dug up, and there's a tombstone, but then there's like a chalk... Uh, you know, it's written in chalk on the tombstone, like Andy and his name and stuff like that. And he basically lays in the grave, and that's him, I guess, finally dying or whatever, right? And then the cops show up, and it's over, right? That's it? Yeah, basically, yeah. That is it. Why the fuck do the cops just let that happen, though? If you're chasing a guy that you know is responsible for murders, because obviously they figured it out, why did they come to the house? Right. Why, when they when they follow this mother and her son in the car, and they get there, just because he's laying in a fucking grave, and she's throwing dirt on them. Yeah, they're like, oh, well, back off, guys. Let's just let this happen. Yeah, right? They're it's still just not like, It's just like Michael Myers' parents at the beginning. After they demask him, they just stand there. Michael? Michael? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then, that, and then you crane out. It's the, it's like in a it's a pivotal moment. You crane out, and they did crane out in this too. And the credits yeah. rolled, <laughs> kind of like Black Christmas, actually. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, yeah. It, <laughs> I'm reading Wikipedia right now, and it says a bunch of shit that I don't remember seeing. So maybe this is uh-huh. the alternate ending that you're talking. Bring about. Bring it on! I'll tell you. I know some things. Um. Okay. 
The chase ultimately ends at the graveyard where Andy has been spending his free time. Okay, didn't see that. Yeah, they uh, showed that earlier in that movie. Yeah, he did. went there earlier. Yeah. Yeah, was he scratching a grave with something? Yes, he was scratching uh... a grave, and then it's later on you see that it's him preparing for his final resting place. Correct. Uh, must, must it says checking, his name and his Facebook. ears. Yeah, see? Uh... <laughs> There's things to be seen in this movie. It's just... There they discover Andy finally dead and reduced to a skeleton, lying in a shallow grave that he has progressively digging for himself beneath a crudely fashioned tombstone. And then her, uh, his mother, looking at him, tells the police some boys never come home. Did that happen? Well, in the alternate version that I'm aware of, that I actually saw, that's on YouTube, you can see that what happens is because the car's on fire, <laughs> because like wait we just alluded to it the fucking trunk is there's flames anyway they get there and it's kind of a dichotomy for the the introduction of the movie as cheesy as it was you do see you do see the pyro you know and you see the explosions in Vietnam right so now at the end of the movie it's the same scene with, with him in there and she's covering them up then all of a sudden the cops get closer and they're derailed a little bit because there's an explosion and the car explodes. And you see a big ball of fire. Same thing as the beginning. So I thought they did that for a reason, you know, his original death. And now it's happening again in his, you know, his second death. But then I don't know why they, they should have just kept it in what the woman said. She goes, Andy got to come home. And what was the line? Most boys Some don't boys come never home. come home. Some boys never come home. Mm-hmm. And then it pan- and she actually says that to the cops and she's saying it as it happens. And then it pans off and the credit rolls credits roll it's not that big of a difference but i think it works works yeah, much better does he turn into a skeleton because i didn't see that no he didn't in, in the version i saw in the original version that we all watched obviously no he didn't turn into a skeleton but he was deteriorating more and more as time mm-hmm. was going on right but in the alternate version it was the same thing and it was dark and the lighting was really shitty in this movie in the dark especially you know this movie isn't on blu-ray it's hard uh, to fucking catch a decent copy of it anywhere but it's dark but you know, you see him in that scene, and they're in the grave, and he's still deteriorating. But no, there's no skeleton. But mm. I just think it were it was more uh, more of an effective ending to have that explosion with the car and the cops being detracted for a second, and then her saying, "You know, some boys never come home. Andy got to come home." And then it pans off, and that's the end. Hmm. Would have been they would have been better suited to go with that, you know? Yeah, I can't wait till Scream Factory picks this one up. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> Oh. Right. That was uh, Death Dream, pretty much. Yeah, so I guess let's rate this fucker. The uh, 1972 classic. Uh, I'll go first, since mine's primarily negative, probably. I'll give it a 2 out of 5. I really didn't like it. It was, uh, I mean, I like a lot of the ideas about it, which I've stated, but it just wasn't an entertaining view for me. There's elements I enjoyed, which I said, you know, but uh, it took me three separate instances to watch this movie i had to watch it in 30 minute chunks because i was just just bored with it and not because it's slow (laughs) i mean there's other slow paced movies that but they're just more engaging to me so this to me is not really a classic i say if you want to watch a bob cart classic definitely black christmas go for that this one you know you can kind of see elements of black christmas in it you know before he went on to do that one so only if you're curious, I would say check this one out. Uh, but I, there's really no need for me. So it's a two out of five. Hmm. Interesting. Alex, go ahead. Um, 
I found it more enjoyable and engaging than Matt. Um, there were a lot of things I did like. I think the overall issue is it wasn't, you know, I liked the dad a lot. I thought he was really good. Yes, uh, yes. You know, it's an it's a really good story for Tales from the Dark Side. But to stretch it out over a movie and to be such a low key, I mean, it just, uh, you know, they it, it ran three times or, you know, three times longer than it should have. Um, I don't know. I think it, this could have been more to it. Uh, it just the, the the acting from the the kid who's the zombie is just horrendous. It's just so bad. I don't know. It, it not enough crazy things happen. I don't think what because he rocks in a chair and ignores people. Like what the fuck? Yeah. Eventually, <laughs> you got to do a little bit more to to keep me hanging on the edge of my seat. The sisters seem to have this bizarre role. Secondary characters. The doctor was good. Whatever. I liked how it looked at the end. That was cool. So I mean. I'll never watch it again. I don't. I can't imagine. But I'll give it like I would give it like a two point eight. But I'll just say I'll give it a three. I liked it, I guess, but I don't recommend it, and I wouldn't tell anybody I like it. Like I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't want you to think of this as something I like, if that makes any sense. <laughs> <laughs> like so, I don't want I'm, I don't want my name attached to this. Is what I'm <laughs> He's gonna I'm say I'm giving it a first. three, right? Right? He <laughs> says I like, give it a three, but I still stay sticking up your crack. You know yeah. Say? Okay. That. Yeah. Officially Don't watch this, style. but it's a three. Yeah. Stick it up your crack. There you go. <laughs> that would be a first. But hey, it's got to be a first for everything on this show. Mm-hmm. It may as well be from you. You know. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I obviously like it more than anybody. I, I've seen it more times. I think, given it, I think Alex. I think if you watch it again, I think you will like it more. I think I honestly I think both of you would like it more if you watched it again. That's just, you know, my opinion. Maybe I'm wrong, but I enjoy it. I don't think the acting was as horrendous as Matt made it out to be. I, I agree the mother isn't strong. The sister and the and, and the boyfriend and the other girl, they were so insignificant that they really didn't matter. I mean, you see shitty acting in, you know, Friday the thirteenth too. Some yeah. act. I just uh, but I think that the father and and the doctor um were fine actors. I think they carried the movie. I think the father's hysterical. I see. See, I get laughs out of it too, but that's just my sense of humor. The whole situation with the dog makes me laugh. When the father talks, like I said before, maybe because of the Godfather part, but that makes me laugh. And it's it's not supposed to, but this guy's delivery of lines just it entertains uh. me. So I like him. Uh, I understand why the kid acts the way he does. He's supposed to be catatonic and act that way. So I can't really knock on him for being a shitty actor because of. Of his performance, I just think the role only called for so much. So I, I'm not going to, you know, shit on him for that. Overall, you know, it's a very interesting and unique movie. I think that people should watch it and check it out and judge it for themselves because I know some other people that like it too. But I'm not going to go overboard. I will also, I'll only, I'm only going to give it a three out of five. I'll give it a three, oh, but good. Right. yeah, that's it. But but I still suggest that everybody watch the movie and you know form their own opinion on it because it's it's unique and i could see some people and some of our listeners actually enjoying it so i'm not going to shit on it obviously i'm not going to because i like it the most but three out of five and i say give it a shot you might like it the way i did peel it back yeah and uh you guys if you're interested in watching this even though we you know spoiled the shit out of it but you know who cares with this kind of movie 
it is on YouTube. You can check it out there. We actually posted it on our Banana Laser YouTube channel. If we're talking about a movie that's going to be on YouTube that we can just share the link, then we'll just do that. So, guys, you know, go and join our YouTube page and uh, follow us there as well. So, yeah, check it out there, you know, as Dave says. Or as I say, don't, you know. So <laughs> choose your fate. You know, there you go. I want to throw something in there because um, if anyone does watch it on YouTube, and I, I, more if you guys watch it on YouTube, you'll, you, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about too. And about one hour into it, one hour and one minute to one hour and two minutes, there's a minute there where the sound gets fucked up and you really can't hear what they're saying. Yeah, right. That's yeah. Oh, That's and it was that. at a key point where I had to read the lips to figure it out because it's whenever the sister announces to the would-be girlfriend, I guess, who yeah. who the Correct. date is. And it turns out that she used to date this guy. Right, and it's right at that pivotal moment. Like, okay, let's tell her who it's going to be. Right, silence. You know, it's kind of weird. Yeah, and then you then it, then it cuts to a conversation between the old man and his son, and you miss a little bit of that. But it, it, it's about a minute. You know, maybe a little longer than a minute. It does cut out. So if you're watching the movie, don't abandon it because they think you got a bad feed. It just goes bad for a minute. It comes back. That's for the lasers that hopefully. Some people will take my advice and at least watch it and, and form their own opinion. Death Dream. What, what do you prefer, Death Dream or Dead of Night? I say Dead of Night because you know why? It said Dead of Night on the fucking thing, and it's kind of <laughs> like, you know, it's like Bay of Blood and Twitch of the Death Nerve, right? People call it Twitch of the Death Nerve, and then you put the movie in, and obviously it says right in the opening credits, Bay of Blood. That's what the fucking movie is. Well, this movie is Dead of Night, yeah, obviously. Same thing happened to me. Right? I watched a movie called House Three. Then it said the horror show when I. Oh, that's that's fucking bullshit! I can't believe that that happened. Have I talked about this on air before, else or no? Yeah. Have I? Okay. Cosmic Creeper is going to be pissed if you keep doing the same show. So. No, I'm not doing the same show. The damn House Three is the horror show. It's not fucking House Three. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Dead of night. Peel it back and stick it up your crack. We'll be right back. Be the hard way. Banana laser. They've done it before on their own, but this one's too big to handle alone. Right, guys that wraps up the show i just want to say thank you guys for listening and also if you guys aren't aware we're still at the tail end of a motel hell scream factory giveaway courtesy of cosmic creepers so if you don't know what i'm talking about go back and listen to banana bites episode 28 from september 2nd 2014 where we tell you uh, exactly how you can win a motel hell blu-ray poster and other scream factory merch so get on that shit so alex won the trivia contest um 
Alex, what do you think you're going to pick? Uh, fucking another Bob Clark classic? After the last one, I'm going to go ahead and pass on that idea. <laughs> and um... <laughs> um, yeah, what Me else? too. What else? Uh, subscribe to Horrorophilia if you want to hear our podcast on iTunes. Yes, if you use the iTunes app, subscribe to the Horrorophilia feed. Otherwise, use any other podcast app and then subscribe to uh, Banana Laser, please. If you guys like our show, you know, tell anybody online or your friends that would that would want to hear us. And spread the word. Leave a rating for us on those apps that you guys listen to us to. Even if it's just putting a five-star, four-star, whatever, a rating. You don't have to review us or anything like that. Just rate us. That helps people spread the word about us and stuff like that. So... So, I guess uh, until next time, guys, thank you, everyone. Thank you, Dave Z. Thank you, Alex Edwards. And until then, the lounge is closed. Every time.